0: he supports you for he loves you understand you know what's crazy is one of you is that I I'm not kidding I think this is the exact same Same bit that you did did the last time we recorded (laughs) I'm having extreme deja vu right now
1: the whole episode is going to be like that. RJ, would you like to explain why we're going to talk about the last time we recorded a lot <laughs> of this I episode? Have an,
0: and Molly, Molly, I have an update. It's,
2: you I think do? It's
3: a, I, Molly, I think there is an Avita curse. Let's say that and we'll explain.
0: RJ, do you want to tell the listeners about Avita?
3: Yes. Yeah, so Avita is the second of the Lost Tapes you know, when when the uh, when they raided the DNC office, they,
0: they took at Watergate. Yeah. When they raided Watergate, <laughs> they took Nixon took the tapes. They took two of the
3: tapes and one was yeah. a V-dub. So we are re-recording. We've we've given ourselves, I want to say, like eight months, nine months.
1: This is. Yeah, I want to say I it think sometime- was think it's longer.
0: I think it's longer. I think I
1: was in Madison when we recorded this. Last yeah. Time. yeah,
0: definitely, definitely.
3: So
1: we are now rehashing
3: Avida.
0: This is the reprise. The reprise. The reprise.
3: <laughs> but right before this, Molly, I'd, yeah. like, before, I'd like to come out. <laughs> You'd like the, to come out? Finally. Yeah, finally. Oh my God.
2: TikTok.
3: Before this, we were like, okay, we have an hour. Great. Let's record a quick little video for our Boys Love channel, our Patreon. We did a little reaction mm-hmm. video. And it was done. And we were like, oh, that was amazing. Let me stop the record.
1: It wasn't
0: recording. RJ was not recording.
1: <gasps> he didn't record any of it.
0: He didn't record he didn't any of it. it.
1: I didn't Girl. record it hard. So Girl, what are you, a boomer?
0: <laughs> Truly.
1: Well, I thought the
3: Facebook. So, um, Or even a
1: Gen Z. Have we talked about this? Gen Z is also bad with technology because they want it to be too easy they want that's to right easy. i'm coming for yeah. everyone i'm coming they for our whole audience
3: they <laughs> want it tactical now you know everything's got to click you know tactical
0: yes they Ta- tactile tactile tactical
3: yes they also want to strategize, to strategize.
0: <laughs> Tacti- tactical and practical
3: Tact- <laughs> tactical magic my favorite sandra Bull mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> and- so yeah, so I think it's an Avita curse. So Avita curse. That's the only explanation. We're putting an end to the Avita curse today.
1: Look, everyone go support the boys love Patreon because RJ needs some love right now. He's <laughs> he's having a tough time. And um, you know, we gotta show him show him uh, that we care. It's hard to be a it's he, hard to be he a literally
0: when he realized he like laughed for one second and then turned around and started crying and walked and into walked the, bedroom the bedroom. And I was I like, was like
1: Ooh. 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 It's never it's never good when there's that that quick of an emotional turn. Yeah. yeah. We we watched mama's uh no not Bia's. mama's turn, Rosa's turn. Oh. Rosa's Rose's turn. We watched Rose's turn. We know we know you gotta be worried about it when it's that big yeah. of a high and low. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mama's gotta let go.
0: Mama's gotta let go. You're absolutely <laughs> you
1: right. know what? Yeah. Mama's gotta let go.
0: Um, well Molly gave us her life update before the pod. We won't rehash it here, but you know, things are a brewing. Things are a brewing. <laughs> Which brew, <witches> brew, right <laughs> is brewing, right?
1: But uh, halloween which yeah it's that time i'm trying Tactical to bring magic i'm wearing a, a nice orange shirt today because i'm trying to bring the fall colors in because they oh, are yeah, absent girls. here of course it's yeah happening. it's like yeah. it but. was like
3: it rained today so i think the
0: i think we're about to get a cold front yeah
1: mm, it and rained about here too to get chilly yeah wow i know we're basically are in you? the same place
0: <laughs> have we recorded since we came back from KCon and we saw you South Pacific, uh, Didn't South Pacific. We recorded after KCON. I, can't, I truly don't remember anything anymore. No, that may have been before.
3: I don't know. We all had we all had a corporate retreat together. We all yes. went to lunch. We went to a great brunch. Did, yeah, a, true. like a Japanese fusion restaurant. It was so nice. Yeah,
1: Cafe Gist in LA. Yes. We recommend.
3: Recommend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: it was great to see you, and yes. have put a good time with the rest of the convention.
3: Yes, sure. I wanted to chop my feet off, but you know what?
1: Oh, because it was like a lot of walking.
3: A lot of walking, last standing. Yeah. But
1: it was worth it. It was fun. I Very did not fun. attend this convention. And my favorite part was when we met someone you knew who was TikTok famous for K-pop coverage. And I had to say, hi, I'm Molly. I, I'm I just don't here. know anything about Korean I, media. I just live here.
0: I just, I'm just here. I'm just a local, <laughs> just a local, local girl.
1: The local SoCal girl.
0: Okay. Um, hello, listener named, I believe, Nick. Um, I'm just curious, what is going on? Because, and I'm not. This is not a call out. It's not. I'm just. Curious. I'm just, we're, just calling, in. we're, we're calling in. We're calling in yeah. for, We're calling in formation. Okay. Mm-mm. What I'd like to know is what, why I believe you've listened to the Annie 1999 episode three different times, I believe, and each time you have left a times time stamps on each comment. And I and then like one word that I think is just like the word we say right at the timestamp. And at first I was like, oh, maybe we were getting stuff wrong, but I don't think that's it. And also it's not like the timestamps are in order. So he's just like coming back to finish the episode like they're out of order. So Nick if you could if you even listen to this because mm-hmm. I do think at this point you've listened to all three Annie episodes multiple times now this point so that <laughs> might be I'm all glad, you're interested in.
1: I will say I'm glad that Nick listened to all of them cuz it'd be wild to just do the 1999. Do that would really be wild but we have the information that Nick is probably an Annie superfan an right like listen. that makes a listen, little more sense. Okay.
0: 3 weeks ago Nick left a comment and it says an hour 6 minutes 34 seconds and the comment is garber bald. <laughs> So listen,
3: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, is it? I just, Garber I want to know. Are we making footnotes? Cause that's what it feels like. It's yes. like, is I'm
0: Garber
1: making bald a name of somebody that's. Garber. Garber is bald.
0: But Garber bald. <laughs>
1: Nick is Nick is compiling a really in-depth case study That's of I'm us thinking. This is a dissertation. We, this is a I, dissertation, I, baby. There is
3: going to be a t- like an Annie, like deep dive, Annie, like investigative journalism of just the
0: impact of Annie in like so the culture.
1: There's gonna be a commentary it. video that comes it's out gonna, it's gonna we're going to
0: be the Mueller report, but for Annie. <laughs> and we're the dossier, honey. <laughs>
1: nick we love it we love the enthusiasm i'm I'm obsessed with it yourself i love it it's incredible
0: there's so yeah just go off king
3: adam had the one minute summary from last time when we attempted to when we recorded this and now he will do it again he will read the same summary again cold
0: cold Cold. I (laughs) i haven't looked at this document since we wrote in it last year yep Will I know anything that I'm talking about? Probably not.
3: We did. We did, we did watch it. We it was playing. I rewatched it as well. Yep. it was playing. while well. well, better. Than was we being made because
0: so. I did not remember most of year.
3: <laughs> okay, Adam. Here's your one minute summary of Evita. Your time starts now.
0: Our narrator, Che, not that one in this version, takes us through contrasting funerals, <laughs> national devastation with Eva Perón's funeral, and a flashback of her of her kept out of her own father's funeral for being illegitimate as a young. I think you wrote this. I would not have written. This is not how I write. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Read my writing. As a young woman... Ava convinces her lounge singer boyfriend to take her to Buenos Aires, where he discards her and she makes her way through show business via, via a series of lovers. She meets General Perón at a party where they are immediately, I think he's colonel, by the way, are immediately drawn together in a mutual benefit, mutually beneficial partnership. I did not write this at all. When Perón is arrested, Ava rallies the people to protest until he is released from prison. They get married and he wins the presidency. End of Act One and the number you all know. Ava continues to impress for the most part in Europe on her rainbow tour but her health begins to decline after some internal struggles about the legitimacy of her connection to the working class she does the number again but in a frail state then dies of cancer at a young age becoming a saint to the cause wow
1: I mean, the it seems like pretty good. Don't
0: cry for me, Argentina. Is the number yes, stuff. absolutely.
1: That's the only song that most of you probably know from this. And for good reason, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that whoever wrote it, wrote it down for this one, because it would have <laughs> been tough if we didn't have something to to go off of.
0: To go off. of, Yeah,
3: I will. OK, let's do the relationship. because I'm curious. Yeah.
0: RJ, what is your relationship to Evita? Uh,
3: I remember my mom loving this growing up. She had the soundtrack of the movie Mm
0: -hmm.
3: um in high school, like sophomore year high school, we all got to do like a um like a historical project where we would research someone. And I chose Ava Peron because Mm -hmm. I was like just like curious, but then also like, well, she there was a movie about her, and it was Madonna, so she must be like an icon legend um and i wanted to like do like a, a famous like female historical icon um i wrote on the notes to show my f f tree
1: how much of an f i was before i
3: you know
2: okay this is he's <laughs>
3: great he's
1: saying he's he's not saying a slur it's a slur huh? oh my god <laughs> um what?
3: but i do remember like when i was watching the movie back today i i i did remember feeling like my memories of the movie were like she really like saved buenos aires like Mm. she saved argentina from like like plight or something like that because like in the philippines we like we talked about dorian like we've had a dictator and then we had like you know uh a former first lady of a senator become like the the president after the dictator was ousted. So I was like, oh, so then this must be like a similar story that happened somewhere else. And like watching it back today, I was like, oh, like I could see why I thought that when I was little, when I would watch this movie, like, you know, while my mom was watching it, because it is a lot of very emotional scenes of like people cheering for her. And I think I just like assumed like that's what it was. Um, it's just interesting. It kind of helped me think about like the overall conflict that i have with the movie of like it's trying to portray eva in this in this life, but like if you're actually listening to like what they're saying about her it's like it's not actually reflecting what you're watching so i just thought it was i mean
1: it sort of reflects how at least they portray her and i would argue pretty reflective of real life of like the difference between someone that makes you feel like they're saving you versus mm-hmm. who's actually doing something actually to save doing, you right yeah. and that's kind of kind of what it's about
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so that's me Allie. Allie. Oh. oh, oh, Molly, Molly. Uh, well, this is the second time I've watched this movie. Uh, <laughs> <but before> that- <laughs> before our first recording i had not seen it before um i obviously knew don't cry for me argentina but i don't think i knew any of the other songs from it Uh um and then i knew it also from there's a youtuber called todd in the shadows who does like pop music commentary basically and he Mm -hmm. did a series where he covered every single movie madonna has (laughs) ever acted in and so he has a video on this one um and so i i knew some more specifics of like this actual movie adaptation from watching that and i would recommend it it's a good time
0: what was his general take
1: I mean, his general take for the whole series is that like Madonna is not very good, but also that there are some roles that she's more suited for than others, and that in a way it makes sense for this role to be her because it's so much about being a star and being an icon in sort of a non-specific way, and that's like kind of Madonna's whole thing is like she's never been the greatest singer, the greatest dancer, whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like she just has this thing about her that makes people want to watch her, basically. Um, But also that some of the singing is, you know it lets her down in places. And then also I'm, I now it's been a long time since I watched this. So I'm now not sure how much of this is my opinion versus his opinion that I'm remembering. Mm -hmm. But I think also maybe that it's like the movie's a little too self serious too. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, like we've got these like 80s synth sometimes like big Mm -hmm. feelings. And then the aesthetics are very like realistic. Um, And I kind of wish it like let itself have a little bit more fun.
3: Yeah. Adam made a comment while we were watching it again today that like, it's not even like fun camp. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it feels like the, it feels like the Evan Hansen where, yeah, it treats itself so seriously. I mean, look, like,
1: this is far from an Evan Hansen experience. Let, yes. Let's be right, clear, right. but that same problem just take yeah. to a much more significant extreme in the yeah,
0: yeah, but I also feel like, how do you, in a medium like film, where it does feel more realistic because you're not seeing, like you're just seeing what's in the box, you're not seeing everything around you as well. Yeah. So how do you? How do you make it? I mean, there's ways to do it, obviously. I just feel like they were like, oh, I mean, people died in Argentina. Like it's not like this, there were no repercussions of what happened during this time. Anyway, um, my relationship. So I saw this in high school when a touring production, a non-ec touring production, came to South Bend, Mm -hmm. and my boyfriend John took me at the time for my it was a Valentine's Day gift, was the tickets. Um, and I remember watching it and being like, wow, I like this, but I think I just like liked. Was like oh the theater, not mm-hmm. I don't think I understood what it was saying at all. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, and then we saw a uh Drury Lane here in the suburbs did a production of it last February, and RJ and I saw that and that was great and I applauded. Um. There was a point at which she comes out. She comes out obviously for Cry From Argentina. She stands on the balcony and during it the balcony comes forward toward the Ooh. like it rolled forward and i yeah. was like <laughs> yeah <Yes. laughs> I just like started applauding um it was it was a good production uh and then that was last year was my first time watching a movie this was my second time today i will say i was doing a little bit more of a second screen situation today i was not like fully focused on the movie but
1: yeah that's how i did it too i got it i got yeah. it
0: it's fine we're just
1: reviewing it's fine yeah.
0: just a refresh just a refresh let's talk about eva peron eva duarte peron um i'm going to talk about her some tr- truths truths and false <laughs> <laughs> facts and figures um she so she was born uh on may 7th 1919 i almost said 2019 <laughs> and she died um on july 26 1952 okay so oh. father's death that whole situation with like she was the illegitimate child blah, blah blah true all of that is true um romance with the singer at the beginning of the movie the crooner from like the bar probably false or at least over exaggerated of what was actually going on for the for the purposes of the musical um meaning meeting one Perón on because of the gala after the earthquake that is a true event that actually happened mm-hmm. that's how she linked up with him which is a plot point
1: <sighs> i'm gonna ask you a question and i feel like you're gonna say you don't know because you, told no me you didn't look at this doc between nope. the last time None. we recorded it and now Zero. but with the lounge singer and then so after she gets together with the lounge singer in the movie there's a whole thing about her having a series of lovers and kind of like Working her way up the social ladder through She's that, got, basically. So yeah. all of that fairly speculative. I would think. I mean, I would yeah. think like, what would think, evidence yeah. do have specifically of like who all she took as a lover <laughs> in her life? Right. So right. yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, he did. She. She was like a famous, like she was like an actress and like a radio.
0: Like, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah like a radio actress and yeah, yeah right. and then became a film actress.
1: Yeah, but then obviously there's also the element of for a long time, actresses were considered to be like there was like an assumption that they were like also maybe engaging in sex work or loose women or whatever. And there's, it's like hard to pull apart. How much of that is based on reality because people were engaging with that versus an association people had with it. And so it's probably impossible to say like what her actual romances were in her life. Yeah.
0: Well, we could get out. I mean, if you want to do a quick Ouija right now, we could just call her up and ask. The
1: only reliable sort. I mean, everyone ready to say Spanish. You have Probably. to get a Ouija board out because you got to consult the sources Definitely. correctly. Yeah. Primary source document. <laughs> Primary sources, baby.
0: Footnote. Footnoting. <laughs> Ouija but board. Ouija, comma, board. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's,
1: it's um, personal interview, comma, Ouija is what it
0: <laughs> says. <laughs> um, okay, so Juan's arrest is true. The president, so the president of Argentina had resigned and his friend was now the pr- president and he was like the labor minister and the opposition had him arrested as they were like fearful of their growing influence over the country.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all true. Uh, Ava led the march to have Juan freed. This is false. So she was still only an actress and had no political laborial. I can't believe I wrote laborial. Wow. I definitely, I Look definitely copied. Look at and you a of year that. ago. <laughs> had no political laborial or any clout to help get him out. So that is a fictitious. So like the right? arrest was really before. They were, invo- they, they, were, they were involved, they that she was known in she this in capacity, public figure. Okay, right. yeah, she was like an actress, but it wasn't like to that extent, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, th- they did marry the day after he got out of prison. Uh, the rainbow tour was true. Um, the Spanish dictator, Portuguese dictator, other countries were added, so it didn't seem like she. Wait, sorry. I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> Spanish dictator, Portuguese dictator. Other countries were added, so it didn't seem like she enjoyed authoritarian. Oh, it was... Oh, I remember this now. Yes. So she was originally only supposed to visit Spain and Portugal, but then mm. they got nervous that because of already there was like a... There was like an authoritarian, authoritarian, like, well, aren't the Perons like authoritarian? So they expanded what the tour would be to include other countries that did not have dictators mm. as their <laughs> as their leadership and power uh, to make it seem like a little bit more broad. Okay. Um, and that I think comes back to *Bite Her in the Ass* because when she goes to Italy, they're like, "We just, we just did this. We just did this. We, we got Mussolini the, the, the fuck ended out this, of this."
1: Actually, yeah.
0: <laughs> the tra- the tra- they, I think huh? I just had a stroke. The, tra- oh. did you- the trains. She just is worried. Mussolini was only worried about the trains running on time. That was his whole thing.
1: Yeah, famously, that's the only thing he ever did.
0: <laughs> um. Sick on tour, sick on the Rainbow Tour, getting, getting, coming ill. uh both true and false. George the Sixth didn't want to accept her. Um, she consider in England is what I mean. uh she considered it a snub and canceled, cited exhaustion. And then she went to Switzerland, which was actually the worst leg of the trip. Shattered car windows, tomato splattered her dress. Blah 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 blah. But also she could have also been ill because she does end up dying of illness later. So well, both. Yeah.
1: What do we know? How long it is between those two things? But.
0: There you go. You 1947 go. is when she went okay. on tour. So only five years. I mean,
1: I guess she could have because I think she had has some I think she died beginnings.
0: of cancer.
3: Oh my god, she look did. at that. Look yeah. at that DR dress that she's it wearing. Was, though. Oh my God.
1: She had cervical cancer. <laughs> and apparently though her husband never told A her cervical. what it was that she had
0: well you would expect a man to know what a cervix is to explain
1: it was because they were it was like this time of medicine of being like well it'll just like stress her out if she knows about it so just like she knew she was sick and she had to like do surgeries and stuff Mm -hmm. but nobody ever was like here's the thing that's happening in your body which oh my gosh that's so terrifying to me the concept of it yeah yeah it's not
0: great it's not great great Ava Peron Foundation. uh, The government leaned on private businesses and citizens to donate to the charity, and it was potentially a money laundering scheme to get the money to Swiss bank accounts. Not great. Um, And then she became obsessed with helping the poor, healing the sick, and her image became transcendental. Again, like I was on something last year. Like I was really, I was giving. Author. (laughs) Yeah. Striving. I love it. 1951 she was candidate for vice president uh, and that's true and then I wrote the renunciation dash machismo versus marianismo so I remember machismo versus marianismo I remember that was like machismo culture is very much understood to be like super strong patriarchal men blah 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 blah. marianismo is something that's less talked about but it's the Mary the virgin Maryification (laughs) of women it's like perfect women are mothers and they heal and they're that's their that's their lot in life. They're that's pure, yeah. that's their purity. But I don't know what the renunciation um, is. I
1: think because she was running she for up. vice president and then she dropped out of the race because she yes. was sick.
0: Yeah. I think oh, it was probably yes.
1: renouncing the run for vice president. That's yeah. right.
0: That's right. Yep. Illness true, cervical cancer diagnosed in 1950 had a hysterectomy, possible lobotomy for the pain.
1: Um, I watched an ask a mortician episode about <laughs> the iconic. Corpse of Ava Peron, Um, and so yeah, so because they paraded her corpse.
0: Oh yeah, I guess yeah.
1: Because it becomes an icon, it becomes a figure of something kind of beyond itself, basically. that's she has a whole series called Iconic Corpses. Yeah, she I think she's one on Lenin too. Sure. Um. So, oh, what was I going to say though about which part of this? Oh, that the Uh, the, what I was saying about her husband not telling her what she had that the lobotomy was also probably not informed consent. Like she maybe didn't say that she wanted to do that. Yeah. And then she got embalmed as well. And that's like not clear that that's what she wanted. And they like created her body around and then they, and then like they gave the body to somebody to transport to her final resting place, but he got freaked out and then hid the body. And then they moved it to like Spain or something and they brought it back. So now it's back in Argentina and like buried in her family's tomb. Um, but it was this whole, like it became its own whole prop for like years. And there was this whole thing about like like which government was in power and then bringing back the corpse and not being very symbolic of like, she's being returned to Argentina. Yeah. It's like such wow. an extreme story of just being used as like, you're, you're just like literal body being used as a political. Yeah. yeah.
0: That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, I'm assuming you do. Do you know how lobotomies happened? How they performed them? Don't they cut a little slice off your brain. Yes, but they go through your nose. <gasps> They used to. They yeah, used the to. Nerves. I don't know if by the fifties if they were still doing that, but uh, probably.
1: I yeah, yeah. I, I've always seen images of either like something going up your nose or like, like a, through your eye socket.
0: Oh yeah, that one too. Yeah, through your eye socket.
1: Which what's <laughs> worse? Let's dive into it everybody. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which way would you rather go for a lobotomy? I feel like I'm going nose. I'm going nose. Yeah.
0: Probably nose. nose. And I hope that in the lobotomy, they do take out the part of the brain that like responds to pain. I somehow they also get rid of that so that I just don't feel it at all
1: yeah i don't think those are, no, I are strong enough
0: back then no, I, to like not be uh, i'm i'm not out i'm in okay
1: no but your brain developed like broadly like the the closer the to your spine yeah like the more base Forward. and so like i'm pretty sure we developed pain receptors a lot before we developed like executive function so i don't think it's gonna take out the pain receptors
0: <sighs> it's, tough. <laughs> it's, it's
3: tough it's real tough it's really hard <laughs>
1: We're going to take a bold stance and say we're anti-lobotomy on this. Oh, podcast. see, I was
0: just about to say, Molly, sometimes on Twitter, I make a joke that I do need to be lobotomized. So. <laughs>
1: it's so. like, I'm off If you want to choose a lobotomy for yourself. That's what's important. You day. know what I mean? That's yeah. what's important is that it's your choice.
0: It's my body, my choice.
1: Your body, your choice. <laughs>
0: <It's> co-opting. Hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Uh, da, 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 possible about a pain. Newly developed chemotherapy was tried on her, Um, and by the time she died, she was 79 pounds. So unreal. Very That's just bones. State. Literally. Yeah. It's very sad.
1: I mean, they made Madonna look pretty freaky by the end of this, and so I yeah. guess they were yeah. really trying to go with what it was like. Yeah.
0: Because she does. She's very pretty throughout this whole, except for like at <laughs> the end when she's like dying. But she's very pretty throughout this whole thing, except these fucking colored contacts have to go. <laughs> Because they're so dark, they just like, it just looks like a big black. People. It makes
1: it makes the end when she gets really sick extra creepy because yeah. of the fact that she just has these big black people. She's like emaciated and pale, and then she just got these black black eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: like the Grudge. Yeah. Um. And then apparently she had tampered with her original birth certificate to give herself legitimate parents and help or and change her birth year by three years, so she actually may have been born in 1916, not 1919.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna ask, was it? Did it make her older or younger? But she made herself younger, younger.
0: Okay. no she didn't she didn't make herself older i'll i'll, I'll go out on a limb i don't know that for sure but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that i mean right look now. we know
1: women <laughs> blah 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 but I, if they yeah, say yeah. in the musical that she became the first lady when she's only like 26 or something right and so it's possible and i i'm assuming that that's the age based on the age that she purported on the original yeah. birth certificate or like in the 1919 one so i could imagine a situation where if you're in politics you might Want to seem a little bit older? It's not the way that you would expect for an actress, but for somebody who's like trying to be a legitimate wife of a politician, you're quite sure. young, I could imagine. Yeah. El
0: Woods was gonna try to do that, but she figured it'd be easier just go to law school to get
1: than to change her birth certificate to yeah to become a political wife. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a good joke. Great so. joke. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was. It was in the vicinity of a good joke, I would say. Yeah,
0: It's just a little workshopping. That's all it's I just, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the musical. Andrew Lloyd Webber's Evita uh, opened in June of 1978, closed in February of 1986. Um, Apparently, this occurred because Tim Rice heard a radio show about Evita, about Ava, I should say, um, and he'd always actually, but he was a stamp collector. God, this is so wow. boring.
1: Musical people been, oh, are musical so musical I love <laughs> it.
0: He'd always been fascinated by her stamp. And then eventually he became obsessed with the legend of Ava, and he actually named his daughter Ava in the process. Wow. Um, it's mostly pulled from the book The Woman with the Whip. Oh. Uh, it was written in 1952, and it was extremely critical of Ava and only held interviews with people who were against her for, wow. for the most part. Um, also crazy that it came out the year she died. So it had to yeah. be like,
1: yeah, fighting, That's a bad form. capitalize
0: on that. Yeah, Che is supposed to represent the anonymous working class Argentinian in the original production. It was they played into like the Che Guevara um, imagery more so than in this movie. Mm-hmm. The movie returns the idea to the original roots of what Che is supposed to be.
1: Che Guevara though was not Argentinian, right? No, he's he's Cuban. Cuban, is that right? We're double check. Former Minister of Industries of Cuba. Yeah. Great. You know things. Look at oh, us. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, And originally, it was a concept art album, just like Jesus Christ Superstar Classic. was. Which I feel like you can hear when you listen to the oh, music of yeah. this.
1: There are parts of it that you feel do not need to be a song.
0: No. Right. And also like parts where you're like, you're just playing, you're just, you just typed notes. You just plunked notes out. And then you were like, mm-hmm. music. Absolutely. Yeah. You were high on acid. Listen, we know. We get it. Okay. I'm not... I'm not sure. We've all been there. We've all been there plunking out <laughs> notes on a piano on a nasty trip. But
3: I am curious, like the songs that feel really bad in the movie, like were those songs that they added like to fill in from the concept album? Because I I can understand some of like the songs are like, okay. I don't know. I guess I I don't know how concept What's albums. Your question? I guess I don't know how concept albums work if there's like do you put in the songs in there that are like really just explaining the plot? Like some of the songs that's in the that's guitar. why you
1: need them on you need them on a concept album because you don't have uh, a visual you don't story have to visual tell what's happening like, and that's I'm why there's lines like you, but yeah, but that's or like you- i will never accept the middle classes my father was part <laughs> of middle class and they never accepted me so i will never accept them because you gotta yeah. just state your characters you yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing you always want to do is just have them articulate their mm-hmm. worldview exactly to a mirror
0: ideally you know mm-hmm. <laughs> But I do I do think also that the concept like another suitcase in another hall feels like a concept album song because it's in the original production, not in this movie, obviously, but in the original production, it's just the woman who Ava kicks out from the guy she like is sleeping. Yeah,
3: like in a production, it's like what
0: it's very star star to be for Annie, where it's just like a random chorus person gets the solo moment. And in that way, it's like, oh, you wouldn't write a musical and be like, oh, this random girl needs a song. Mm-hmm. So it, it that feels conceptual to me, where it's like, what if I wrote a song from this person's perspective? Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I will say I feel they were getting too much into the movie. I feel like they were cowards for giving that song to Ava. Uh, oh, like to talk
0: oh for God. thirty minutes about it? Yeah, about about that? Okay. thirty. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patty LaPone oh, hated doing this musical in the original Broadway production. I don't know why I wrote that, other than she played she played it was Ava, was yeah. the orig-
3: okay. original original in
0: the, in the broadway production in the broadway yeah. mm,
3: production nice and it's like now very iconic hatred that she has for android Well
0: oh there's like a whole i mean there's so this many. is like a, a yeah it uh, goes back drop in Sun- the bucket sunset boulevard is where
2: mm.
3: patty and
0: andrew fell out but um yes she does not like angeloid weber also she has said repeatedly that he does not write for he does not like women and he clearly doesn't write music for women to sing well, because she was like, I, she has a wild range. So she was able to do this in the original key, but most productions have to change the key of Ava's songs because it's so, she like screams the That's whole show. True. They lower this whole movie for Madonna. Oh, wild.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how somebody who's just so clearly heterosexual could have <laughs> such a disconnect <laughs> with what women need and, and want. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's so weird
0: um okay so at the what are they called the oliviers thank you uh <laughs> in 1980 1976 1978 uh this was nominated for best director of the year how how prince okay we know we love best performance in a musical david essex for uh what? oh no actually i think he was Che. i think he was Che. Mm. and then it Elaine Page, who goes on to be in Cats, she won Best Performance in a Musical and it won Best New Musical. Evita, the film. Directed by Alan Parker. Screenplay by Alan Parker and Oliver Stone. It's based on the musical. Produced by Robert Stigwood, Alan Parker, and Andrew G. Vajna? Vajna? Vanya? Probably Vanya. (laughs) Stars Madonna as Ava. Antonio Banderas as Che. Jonathan Price as Juan Peron. The first time he plays an Argentinian, which is very funny.
1: Second time is
0: in the two popes.
1: Oh gosh. Um, I don't think I ever watched I watched some episodes of The Young Pope and then the Two Popes is different. like the second part of that or totally unrelated. Totally unrelated. Two popes it's based is- on the <laughs> it's based
0: on the play, the two pope. Or it's adapted from the play. But it's um a point when it's before J No. It's, What's his it's, name?
1: it's the before German. Before J.K. Rowling. Benedict.
0: Pope ben- Benedict. The German. Meets whatever his name is now. Francis. Oh, Francis? Pope, no. Francis. Pope Francis. Yeah. But it was before Francis became Pope. He was still just a cardinal at the time.
1: Oh. But it's like a yeah, meeting they have
0: different. in the garden at the Vatican. Yeah. but It's, it's about, a really good movie. Yeah,
2: Is
3: it? It's okay.
0: Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. and they're, I mean, consummate star. I mean, they're so good at their craft. It's incredible. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really good movie, actually.
1: Which Pope does he play?
0: He plays Pope Francis. Okay. The Argentinian.
1: Oh yeah. So Anthony Hopkins is that much Did older James than Jonathan Price? Benedict. Interesting. Um,
0: okay. I mean, I guess. They Maybe I, they definitely make him look identity. older yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have uh, you seen
3: have you seen um what was the movie after? What's Anthony Hopkins' movie after? The
0: oh, father? the father. Oh god. With Olivia Coleman. Have you seen that?
3: Oh no. So oh,
0: good. Molly, Molly, it'll break the, your brain. It'll
3: break your okay. brain. Okay. okay your brain but i honestly one of the best play to like i felt like i was like this is an evolution of like what the stage play probably like it's being enhanced because it's Mm. because it's a film Mm
0: -hmm. yeah okay it's about it's about a man who is going through dementia and the film is really cool in that it uses a multitude of techniques to also make the audience feel like they don't know what's Mm. happening like what the truth of the situation is like there's different okay. people play the same characters, and so he's always oh like, God. "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm your daughter." And he's like, "It's it's, it's okay." Oh it this sounds like I need to cool-
1: prepare myself though, it's, to watch it's, it's it. It's such yeah. a cool movie. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I think Anthony Hopkins is good at what he does. I think this kid, I'll, I'll come out and say it, okay? I think this kid, Tony, knows what he's doing.
1: Uh, he's so good in the first season of Westworld and that show becomes such garbage after he leaves. But it's not entirely because of that, but it's one big I'm reason. Sh- I'm sure. I'm yeah.
0: sure. Um, and then it also starts Jimmy Nail as the fucking crooner at the beginning. I don't even know what his name is. Okay. Cinematography is by Darius Conji. It is edited by Jerry Hambling. The music is by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Production companies, Hollywood Pictures, Synergy Pictures, RSO Films, and Dirty Hands Productions. Hollywood Pictures is own, was owned by um, Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company. It's distributed by Buena Vista Pictures. Uh, it was released uh, on Christmas Day, 1996. That's when it went wide. It's running time is 134 minutes.
3: Don't I know it
2: oh
0: it feels like 143 minutes honey honestly (laughs) uh its budget was 55 million and its box office to date is 104 well the the date of when i copied this wikipedia page a year ago so 141 million
1: i can't imagine it changed a lot in the last year
0: (laughs) no well they did move it to because last year i think we had to watch it on tubi and this year we had to like actually rent it so I think it did oh. move platforms
1: well I feel better about the $4 that I spent on YouTube then if it wasn't $4 that I spent a year ago It was well. only
0: free last year because I remember yeah. there being We were ads. commercials mm-hmm.
3: we were complaining about it
0: okay um just some quick stuff about the development of this film just real quick because I don't really remember most of it so I'm just going to read what I wrote. Originally sold the EMI films for $7.5 million in 1980 right this is two years after it debuts in the West End but then the studio got acquired and the rights were sold off uh, Paramount then acquires the rights with Ken Russell to direct after his success of the musicalish film Tommy. It's like a, it's like a, it's not a musical, but it's a movie that has a lot of musical components to it. Okay. Um, he's convinced, to, and like apparently, who's like Tommy? No. What Tommy? Just a movie named Tommy. Okay,
3: because there's a musical named. It's the an who's album. Tommy. Oh. So I don't know if that was a musical made I don't think out so. of this movie. Because
0: not, it's not a music. Oh, I see what you are saying. Um, maybe that I don't know. It
3: was a seventy. It was a movie in seventy-five. Yeah, Tommy.
0: It's just like a movie. It was like a movie that. Yeah, I already said this. Yes, <laughs> he's convinced. Um, Liza is the girl to play. Listen, she did great in cabaret. I'm Liza Vida. Liza Vida. <laughs> Lavida.
1: That is <laughs> like the worst idea that I've ever heard. Honestly. Yeah.
0: It's worse than Madonna?
1: I asked for yes. fortune. Yes. For Absolutely it's worse than Madonna. Don't cry for me Argentina.
0: Producers want Elaine Page. She originated she did the role it in the West She could Nobody, yeah. is, no one, no no one, one is Argentine. looking for anyone Hispanic. No, one is it. Looking
1: for no a, not, not even a soul. soul. Not, not a, a soul, soul, soul Not all. No, they're like Falcon no. Clock. They're like she's blonde it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Yeah, they're no. not they're not thinking about it. Um
0: then he gets <laughs> Fired for secretly writing a screenplay adaptation that isn't faithful to the show and also for saying he wouldn't do it without Liza. Jeez. So
1: I she, I love the paradise. idea of like an adaptation that the fact that this adaptation exists means that we're firing you. Like they don't, they're not under any obligation to do his version of it, but they're just like, the fact that you would put this to paper, absolutely not.
0: How dare
3: yeah, you? How dare you? Get
1: out.
0: 1986, Madonna campaigns for the role by showing up to the Stigwoods office in 40s hair and costuming. This is bold.
1: It is it's not that wild. That's true. I, I when, like does, showing when up does,
0: to an when, when can you google for me when Madonna when is like no 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 when Madonna is like most famous? started. When did she when was her debut? <laughs> Madonna debut
3: 1982.
0: Okay, so she's been around for 4 years. No. In 86? Oh, 86. See, yeah, yeah. 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 Um I mean I guess yeah, can you google when Dick Tracy is famously her first movie? Mm.
3: Dick Tracy was 1990. So after. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Dick Tracy was not her first movie, I guess.
0: Well, this movie doesn't come out until 96. I oh,
3: think. yeah, that's right. This is a, nice- there's a oh. 10 year.
0: There's a 10 year period where Madonna is vying to get the movie, <laughs> which gotcha. probably for the best because she I think she looks I think she's age appropriate in this film.
1: Yeah. even yeah. though
0: obviously she has to like end up like 50 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Eva um, Brown died when she was 33. 30, girl. That was the whole point. She didn't die, live long.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Um, <laughs> Weintraub Entertainment Group obtains the rights from Paramount. Oliver Stone signs on to direct the project, confirmed as the director and screenwriter in 1988. Okay, so we're 10 years out. We're 10 years from when the show debuted in the West End. Yeah. But Madonna, I, this Evita timeline.
1: <laughs> every time I get Oliver Stone and Roger Stone confused.
0: You, uh, I know you said this exact I'm thing sure I last said it. year. <laughs>
1: I think it's that I don't know what Oliver Stone looks like. So I picture Roger Stone and his like weird. I mean, weird how many directors
0: do you know what they look like?
1: Fair enough. Greta Gerwig. I know what she <laughs> looks like. Gerwig.
0: Yeah. She's the one who said, said, fuck you to Donald Trump or whatever. Right. Oh no, that's Greta Thunberg. Oh, um, Madonna meets, Madonna meets the director, <laughs> demands script approval at a rewritten score. Plans fall through. Which is funny because they do end up rewriting, not rewriting it, but they do lower it for her. Meryl Streep is scouted and learns the entire score in a week. Okay, now that is genuinely impressive. Say what you will about Meryl Streep. That's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, Stone remarks that she is, quote, staggering.
1: Is that good or bad? It has to be good.
0: I would think so. A British man saying staggering?
1: Yeah, I think that it's probably positive. I mean, it's interesting because she... She does Mamma Mia and, she Mama does. Mia. and into the I, I know that she and I know she like trained in an opera or something, right? Like yeah, she like has she, a vocal background.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I feel like nothing I've I didn't I didn't actually watch into the woods. I didn't watch the movie version because mm. I love the stage show so much. I just like don't want to. Um well so like maybe her vocal performance in that is like really amazing, but I feel like I usually it's not. She's Staggering is not the word I would use to describe her vocal performances. I mean,
0: also we're giving her, this is like 30, 20 years.
1: That's the thing that's interesting is I wonder had she done this, if it was, if she was at like the top of her game vocally at that time, and right. then how different our perception of her and her career might've been had this.
0: Also, you're forgetting her. her other musical roles, which do include Perry Home Companion. Yeah, sure. Minnesota. Yes,
1: Minnesota. I'm from there. Yeah.
0: And um, <laughs> what's the other one where she's like a rock star? Ricky and the Flash, Ricky and the Flash, mm. written by are, Diablo Cody.
1: But these are all like she's oh, like also Minnesota. Oh, oh really? Diablo, Diablo? Cody from Minnesota, yeah. Oh,
2: that's so
0: funny. I Twin think City?
1: that Juno, Juno, is actually supposed to be set in the Twin Cities.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, Streep, 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 Streep. Okay, 1989 riots of Argentina, Argentina. A new locations scouted for filming. <laughs> hard, hard to shoot a movie around a riot. W E G Studio goes under and Stone takes rights to co- Carol Co. Pictures with Streep as the front runner. Uh Meryl demands higher compensation and something called play or pay with 48 hours notice. So basically, like, you have to book me or we're done. Like we yeah. you, you need time's a ticking, bitch. I'm at the height of my game. It's I'm Meryl Streep and it's 1989. You gotta book <laughs> you gotta me, <laughs> bitch. Book me now. Uh, and so they don't, and she drops out of the project. Stone then drops out of the project.
3: (laughs) He's like, if I don't have my staggering.
0: Sometimes we have movies, and I'm like, I don't know. It just the movie just fell through exactly how it's supposed to. Blah blah. blah." This is like every sign from God that they should not (laughs) make this movie was happened, and they were bound and determined. 1990, Walt Disney Studios acquires the rights for Hollywood Pictures with Madonna attached. Disney Uh, saves the day. Disney saves the day. Budget climbs too high. Seeks other production studios to offset the cost. Stone is back in and then he's out again. Alan Parker signs on to the project in 1984, throws out Stone's script and uses the concept album and articles about her life as reference, ends in a lawsuit where they share screenwriting credits. And then finally, the US Department of State and Senator Chris Dodd get the production a meeting with Argentina's president, which allows them to film in the country, but not at the executive mansion. And also their executive mansion is called the Casa Rosada, which I think is cute. Very different than White House. Okay, so Rose House.
2: House is the better.
0: (laughs) Um, and that's all the information I have on the development of this film. Yeah, but it took took a while for it took sixteen years for them to get this shit together.
3: Wow. Yeah. At that point, like, okay, what point would you have been like if you were in you were involved in the creative team? Be like. I think it's done. Let's, I don't think it's meant to be like at what point in any of these steps
0: when the first production company went Folded. under mm. back in 1980. When I I the, like,
1: yeah. I would... The the question is like, how much money did the musical make? Cause if it, if the musical revenue indicated, this is probably going to make a good chunk be, of money, then yeah. I feel like you would stick with it for a long time.
0: Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's true. Very true. Molly. Very true. Um, some people considered for some roles so Ava okay we got a list of women I don't know I don't believe half of these but I've got a list I've got binders full of women if you really binders want to say full of women. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer okay Grease two zone. absolutely Glenn Close okay Sunset Boulevard I'm Andrew Lloyd Fave Jennifer Lopez, someone who is Hispanic. We that, love to see I love it.
1: that. I love that. How I old was love- Jennifer Lopez though when they made this? In
0: 1996, well, she was like, what, 12? I
3: don't yeah, know. Yeah, she it
1: seems a bit young for it.
0: She was
3: 50 when Hustlers came out.
0: So she probably was like in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, she would have been in her 20s.
1: Oh, okay. Was that wild?
0: She wasn't famous yet, though,
1: right? It's just that she hasn't aged. So yeah, she's
0: born in sixty-nine. She's born in
1: sixty-nine.
0: Wow. She would have been good for
1: her twenty in
0: know. eighty-nine. Then that, that's math, and you can take that that's to the math. bank. That's <laughs> math, baby. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Uh, okay. Would have vo- she's got the voice. She's got the voice, yeah. Curtis. Not- that would have been incredible. I have to say, yeah. I don't think it would have been good but it would have been a spectacle. It would have been camp is what it would have been. Yes. In oh a way gosh, that weirdly Carrey, Madonna Avita. does not give us camp. Exactly. This
1: movie. Yes.
3: A Mariah Carey Evita reminds me of like, like that, that Whitney Houston movie that came out. It could have been like a Bohemian Ripset I felt like, like it could uh, be like,
1: mm. could this be fun? Like, I can't wait It would wait definitely for, be way more fun. I want to see a Mariah Carey Evita now.
0: 20 years from now when we get the Mariah Carey biopic. Like I oh. can't, it's going to be great.
1: Well, it's all going to depend on who they cast to be here though
0: what That's child true. what child will grow they well, they're not alive a yet
1: yeah. Yeah. not yeah. alive
0: yet yeah. uh gloria estefan
1: great Again, hispanic who's hispanic
0: jaja yes. gabor eastern european <laughs> also old Also oh, so old so yeah. very old at the time even in 1980 she would have been older than uh ava ever reached let's say that <laughs> barbara streisand i don't no. <laughs> Juan. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a clip.
1: So next yeah, Nick's going gonna that. timestamp that for <laughs> sure.
0: Timestamp that one. Patty. Okay, fine. First, Sarah Brightman. Yeah. Oh no, I, I don't think that would have been a good idea. Bet Midler.
1: I'm not bad at that. Other bad. than other than the Hispanic part. I'm not yeah,
0: mad sure. at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's 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 far for the course here, though. Is that we're not that
3: be- be- yeah. Vita would be fun too. But would be
1: a okay.
0: Be- and Olivia Newton John. Oh, no, because I don't. Has she, did she ever do any work in which she had an American accent? I think she always was Australian in anything she ever did. What's new? <laughs> Buenos Aires. Buenos <laughs> Aires. <With Cyrus. laughs> <laughs> Okay, so a fun cast of characters. Were any of these actually considered? Probably not. These are just yeah, fun. Who knows? Che, Patrick Swayze. Okay, Antonio Banderas is good in this and he's a, and he's Spanish. Yeah. Which is not Hispanic, but... Well, it is his...
1: Hispanic, wait, is but not it? Latino. Yeah, Hispanic, yeah. but not Latino.
0: Thank you. I always have to figure out the like concentric circles of like what <laughs> yeah. fits around what. Um, Patrick Swayze, he would have been hot, though.
1: He would have been good in it.
0: In 19, like, late 80s. Yeah. I mean, that's peak Swayze. I know.
1: mean, let me tell you, I'm looking at this list. There's a lot of hot people on it.
0: Yeah. It's... Mandy Patinkin. Hot, 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 very hot in the 80s. Uh, John Travolta. Somebody hot in the 80s. I hate to say it. He's
1: he was crazy. hot in the 80s. He's a yeah.
0: Scientologist. We can't say that too loud. Molly is by them, so <laughs> we can't yell about it too much. And Sylvester Sloan, not traditionally hot, no, but still yeah. hot. Yeah. Hot energy
1: hot energy uh, but Antonio singer. Banderas I think is the clear oh, choice yeah. yeah
0: it it's good that one person in this is Hispanic He
1: kind of remi- like you remember when we were like
3: action stars doing musicals like Antonio Banderas kind of fits that thing fits that mm-hmm. like, I think we talked about it with like
0: his career is really weird because he doesn't get to do action stuff until later yeah because it's, it's yeah. I think this is like one of his first movie well no maybe not this Philadelphia I think is one of his first movies with Tom Hanks.
1: Oh, wow. Which wins who is he in Philadelphia? Tom,
0: he's the lover. He's the one who has AIDS.
1: Really? Wait, yeah. I thought it was... Isn't it Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington in that movie? No. Or Like the two... Oh. No. I'm, I'm just thinking Antonio Banderas. Okay, I don't know yeah. how I got those two people mixed up. <laughs> They're not similar at all. Um
0: <clears throat> Just sing Molly. You want me to cut that out? <laughs>
1: no. Um, okay. Okay.
0: Let me see. What was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to say Antonio's IMDb.
1: Yeah, I think that this is like a being European and suave thing, though. Suave. He he is in a part of our brain where, like, the masculinity is not thrown off by being in a musical in a different way than Christian Bale. I mean, I like Christian Bale more for having been in. Some people, mm-hmm. him being Andy's and him being Batman, it's hard to put together. To put together but I yeah. think being Che and Avita, and then being Zorro, like that, they, they they flow. It's okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love Zorro growing up. Oh my god,
1: you loved the the TV show, or you loved the, the, movie, the movie. movies? Yeah, oh. I, I also it. loved the TV show. Actually, my sister and I used to watch it, like the old old ones.
3: His first, yeah, Philadelphia, right there
0: yeah he's in an interview with a vampire
2: ah uh,
3: yeah
0: um and phil yeah philadelphia i think he's his first like yeah first also i didn't know that the director of philadelphia was hispanic oh no it's denzel not. is it That's philadelphia? a character name i'm sorry okay
1: denzel's in it okay yes. thank god <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Phew, he's the lawyer
1: yes i'd seen this picture of the freaking movie cover i'm not i'm not crazy Tom
0: Hanks and Denzel Washington. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't know what you're trying to prove here, Molly. Um. Okay. At the Oscars. Yeah. At the Oscars. <laughs> this is nominated for Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Sound. And it does a win Best Original Song for You Must Love Me. Uh, which is apparently a song in this film that we yes. all remember. She sings it. Is it the bad one when she's like dying? I think so. He has trouble writing. songs. (laughs) he has trouble writing sad act two songs. Mm -hmm. I think is where he struggles. If it's like some, if it's sad, but it's something somebody wants and it's an act one, I think he's like, okay. But like, once you get into like the resolution, it's just like, what? No, we don't, he doesn't care. Uh, Okay. Let's move on to the film. Bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's not the movie actually having watched it twice now, it's not very good, babies. I have to tell you. I'm so sorry to say it's it. It's bad. It's bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> uh, I've killed Molly. <laughs> um, bad, oh,
1: I just wasn't expecting the accent. You know, <laughs> it's just it's delightful.
0: Well, it's still fun to make fun of like British people's accents. I, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do an Argentinian accent. I actually think that's probably not best for our podcast. Yes, <laughs> I agree.
1: It's Okay.
0: Yeah. Good for you. Um yeah, it's not. Molly, what do you think? <laughs> general, general oversight.
3: Well oversight. I, I, how about let's let's frame it as like Overview. what you remember Overview. of how you felt the first time and then like have those has that been fortified or challenged when you rewatch? Oh wow. Hey. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, host.
1: <laughs> I think I thought it was, I think I find it mid. Mm-hmm. If I am allowed to, use some oh, Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. And it really, in rewatching it, struggled to grab me now that mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen. There were like some songs where I tuned in, and then it was hard for me to remain. And like, I could have tried harder to watch it, obviously, but I think also that speaks to like I said, it's kind of like dour at points. So it's just, ah. I didn't want to really engage with it, but if, cause like, here's one that I know that you don't agree with me on, but like, if we had to watch something or, or everybody's talking about Jamie again, I feel like I would be like, Oh, I would oh,
0: watch Jamie again.
1: Yeah right this this um, i was
0: like not looking forward to watching again yeah. but i knew i had to we put it
1: off for so long it's funny that like i talked about not watching lame Miz a lot but uh we did it a lot sooner than we did if you know we were like yeah. more yeah. willing to rewatch watch um gosh and it's like aesthetically while i wish it was more fun it's like really well put together like you are the watching a professional of movie mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. much so I just especially think,
0: in this like rented version where I was like, oh, the quality is better than Tubi's version <laughs> tubi. last year.
1: <laughs> I think one, while it seems like Madonna should be able to carry it based on her star power as a pop yeah. star. Yeah. I just don't think it translates well enough into no. the film form. There's and- nothing, it doesn't feel like
3: it really hooks into her that she's not like grounding or like carrying. She's not carrying yeah. the movie.
1: And yeah, I think, and she relies on her to carry. I mean, it's sort of like it. an opposite funny girl situation of like, yeah. you know, yeah. it kind of needs the charismatic star and it just doesn't quite have it. Yeah. Um, I think also I was thinking about like, if somebody wrote this musical now, especially in like a post-Hamilton world, we would expect so much more diving into the actual politics of what's happening. Like it's it was frustrating yeah. me how hard it was to figure out like, but what is this actually referring to? And I couldn't mm-hmm. tell to what extent it was that in the eighties, it was like more recent history. So they just thought people would get some things that they were referring to in a way that I was like, no, I need you to explain like what yeah. you're talking about mm-hmm. versus just thinking, well, this isn't really about, it's not, and it's not about the politics, obviously like, it's about her becoming iconic and being, and transcending the actual politics of the situation But I feel like in order to understand the significance of her transcending the politics, I need to also know what the politics are. Mm -hmm. And so I was frustrated that it was like every time I started to get a question brewing about like, wait, so what's really happening? It like the movie was like, no, 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 stop. Stop asking questions. I'm going to shut that door. I'm going to shove it in a drawer and like, don't ask me anything about it. And so that was also hard, especially paired with the realism aesthetically, that it was kind of like I felt like the realism was asking me to ask those questions.
0: Yeah.
3: I felt like their getaway to try to do that was just throwing a montage of like, and this is the strife that they experience at this time. This is montage the
0: movie.
1: (laughs) So many montages. It's
0: so, it's so, the direct, okay. I agree with Molly in that like, I, I'll spoil it right now because we've already done this fucking movie. (laughs) But my MVP for this movie is the cinematographer because I think Mm. this is like a really well composed film. I really like a lot of the shots and, um, like the angle I like when they use it's like kind of a cliche now to use, put things on an angle to show that it's like a little distorted, but like, I thought that was really interesting. I liked a lot of the shots of this movie, but I think the editing is like, I mean, he just really got what he got and they were like, yeah, make, make a movie out of that. But like the direction is just like, what, what's the, vi- like, what's the vision? Like, what do you, what am I do? What do you, I mean, when, when we
3: first turn it on and it was this long montage of Ava's death, and then paralleling it to her going like crashing her father's funeral because she's not allowed to go. Cause she's like a bastard child. And it just went on that. I was like, what are you, what are you trying to, what do you want us to get out of this? That
0: death happens? <laughs> like, like, cause there's, there's a not shared a, there's experience. There's not a there's not death, thematic like, other than like the actual ha- death. There's not like a thematic thing of like,
1: okay. The what, entire
0: nation grieves. I'm going to disagree with
1: you though, because it's showing the trajectory of her life and the difference of who would ever expect this child to when she was 10 was so rejected she couldn't even go to her own father's okay, funeral yeah. to be grieved by the entire nation in such a significant way. It just felt like it went on. It was a long metaphor. It was metaphor. a long <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. yeah.
0: In the movie, I'm not I think it's very boring when I do this, but I am going to do it. The show just is like, here's here's the funeral and then you cut right to like ava's early life like there's it doesn't have this long back and forth
3: yeah that was the thing it kept going back and forth like now we're walking down the street with ava's and then well, now it's the procession and then now it's the percent like there's just a lot that when we watch the stage version here it really was just like the announcement kind of like what happens in the movie theater like someone announces it and then everyone's reaction and then che kind of like taking that as like imagine mm-hmm what type of person could cause like an entire country to react like this. And then you, you, you see young Ava. Yeah. And I was like, I think it just.
0: The the show really clips along in a way that it feels like the movie does not.
3: But yeah. I do still think that the show still has a little bit of, I think there's still, it's in the writing of like, what do we need? What do we think about?
0: What are we supposed oh, to are, get out of this? There are still you know? problems I have with the show itself yeah, too. Yeah. I'm not saying that like the show is perfect and the movie fucked it up. Like I think, I think weirdly, I don't, I don't know what their take on Ava is. is. And I get that, like,
3: I get that. Is that the point, like, just to show us, like, look at how wild, like, this story was of how she, like, captured the hearts of an entire country.
0: (laughs)
1: I think so. I think that's (laughs) that's as far as they got with it.
0: Yeah, it's a very rough draft energy. It's a very concept album when you really. It's very
1: concept album. I also wrote in my notes from the original one. It's so gay to be like this political story is actually about this woman with beautiful gowns. Um, the Adam thinks that the hats really are. are it's more about of the hats, the, not the gowns. I think
0: it's a I, milliner's film for sure.
1: Wow, <laughs> yeah. more so than Mill- Hello Dolly. Mill- no,
0: no, how dare Nothing you? Get out, out, out,
1: milliner, Hello Dolly.
0: No, nobody can. Um, But I liked I I, anytime just any hat. I was like tickled by hats in this film. Yeah, Uh, Adam uh, Raves. I was tickled by the hat. I was tickled (laughs) by the hats. Put it on the front of the poster. Well, let's listen (laughs) to something. I don't know. Um, She goes to Buenos Aires very early in the film. Let's listen to What's New,
2: Buenos Aires. I'm just a little stuck on you. You'll be on me too. I get out here when it's sad. Stand back.
1: You want to know what
2: you're going to get in me? Just a little touch of stock quality. I
1: hate this song. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate it.
3: Do you like the original? Do you like the original version too? Or oh wait,
1: no wait. I'm confusing the songs. I don't hate this song. This oh, you is one of the better Argentina. songs. You hate
3: "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina."
1: No, no. I was thinking of the B A B A Big Apple.
3: Oh my god! That I hate. I we we laughed when it started
1: because I was like, "What? What words are you?" I don't know. I mean, what is is Buenos Aires? even notice the big apple or you're just being like this musical played in new york so we're gonna reference it right Uh, yeah i hate it um and it's just it's so it's um look at the fireworks it's just like the (laughs) same again and again and i was like you're adding nothing with any of these choruses i'm not doing anything more it's so straightforward and i hate it
0: i also just feel like it's weird because sondheim gets very dissonancy later in his works Mm -hmm. um in the 70s he wasn't really there yet like he had he'd done a little bit with sweeney but even sweeney i think is technically 1980 um
3: like company is very company's pretty
0: straightforward it's like a pretty Mm -hmm. story itself is like what's unique about company yeah but the music is like it sounds like a 70s musical musical, this there are points in this where i'm like where the fuck is the melody where the <laughs> yeah. fuck is a fucking mel- Like you're just guessing notes out of the air. And yeah. I can only imagine people who had, who didn't know the the show and then came to see this movie and the theaters were like, is she even singing the right?
1: I mean, no? you sang yeah. it
3: earlier, but the middle class is like, it's truly
0: like, oh, so you're just, you're just, <laughs> reciting
1: it with, rest, it yes. it's um, a, but it's like
0: try. it's trying to do like it works for phantom because it's yeah. set in the opera style and it like is harkening back to those classical sounds whereas like this is trying to like make it super modern and I almost wish she would have just done it wouldn't it have been cool? Do I trust Andrew Lloyd Webber? to do this? No. But wouldn't it have been cool if it was like, if it, it did sound like an Argentinian tango throughout the whole thing or like variations yeah. on a tango? Mm-hmm. Like that would have been really cool. But like he just tries to do this like very... I don't even know. I don't even know what to so describe. 80s. Yeah. So 80s. So 80s.
1: I mean, at the time, I'm sure it was like, we're going to modernize this story, but now it sounds so dated Is part yeah. of it. But also it's just not interesting or creative. It just... the. There are songs that just feel like they didn't try to really make Mm-mm. them songs. So that's mm-hmm. what's frustrating. But the actual song that you played, Hello Buenos Aires, Buenos is, is actually good. I think it's a good yes, song. Yes. Um, it's maybe my second favorite after Don't cry for me, Argentina. Mm-hmm. I feel also though frustrated with it because it feels like the song that Madonna should kill the most. And it's not and it's... bad, but it's not making me excited. Either. No, I mean, Obviously,
3: it's lowered for her, but mm-hmm. there's still it feels like slower. It doesn't feel exciting. Like there is a there is a performance of Patty LuPone singing this at the Tonys where it, she is just parked and barked. Like she is just singing there standing. You see her neck veins as she's belting the yeah. fuck out of the song. But it's you can tell you can feel the excitement of like a girl stepping into like the big city for the first time and like seeing all the possibilities that could be for her. And I just don't feel even in the scene that plays out, it feels so like uh, not demure, like it feels so muted, like it feels mm-hmm. like really like subtle. I'm like, what? If,
0: is this going so much of this feels so. more intimate than like the musical on stage yeah. does, mm-hmm. but not in like a way where I'm like, oh, because it's cinematic. Like I've like so much of it is like I just want it to be a little bit bigger. bigger. Like I'm like it's a it's still a musical, girl. Like. <laughs> It, yes, I know there's no chorus girls in the show, but like, but I need are, something. But there
3: is like a Greek chorus, like in the show, like yeah. they they use it in these in some of the numbers, like the you know the rich people singing or like the soldiers like singing. Like it's still being used, so like, yeah, it just didn't feel as big, especially for
0: this song where it's Seems like muted. Yeah, yeah, they could have uh,
1: done like the a- um the guys dolls uh tableau the city yes. do you know what i mean like they could have involved the people around in the city and like a dance number or something yeah yeah
0: we have to get over this thing too and i say that understanding that i'm a person who loves the sound of music and knows that part of the reason i love the sound of music is because of the beautiful vistas that the movie gave me but like mm-hmm. just because you shot it in argentina doesn't mean it like is like makes it per i don't know like i get you could have done more interior stuff, and I would have been like, "Oh yeah, probably because it could have been easier to shoot." I don't know something like about not it,
1: relying like, on the location to like to tell half do the your story. job for you. Yeah, yeah. You still have to yeah. like make it animated
3: and kinetic with the the cast that you have, like the people yeah. that fill out the. Stuff.
0: I want to go back to what Molly was saying though about the music, and it is crazy how like this has some of maybe his worst <laughs> music. And also, and also his best some of my favorite songs. Like I, know. I I know. Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Is a is, is a gay? transcendental.
1: It's so good. It's it like it's incredible. <sighs> it's
0: incredible. It's incredible. It's the, the lyrics. I know Andrew doesn't do lyrics, but I the lyricism of it and the way she's like discovering how to play with people's emotions in real time and using it <laughs> like against them, but it it still manages then, to sound so, sweet.
3: Yes. And that you feel for, like you believe yes, what you believe. hearing. Yeah. And the fact that it's like when people sing it now, like it's it's almost you can sing it super earnestly or you can sing it in the setting of the play and the show where it's like it's kind of being used as a political tool. Like the yeah. fact that the song has two lives, basically, in that way.
0: There's so much subtext in that song. And I think one of the weird things about this movie or this musical in general is just like, then there's such lack of subtext anywhere else that I'm like, <laughs> wow. So you do, you do you you know, get it to you, some degree. You do understand it, but you are like, well, we don't need
3: to use it to get from one point to the other. It
1: does feel like it's like as if it were very rushed in the making of it because they, it feels like some things got so much more time than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as I know, they didn't have any particular time pressures on them or anything. So no. I don't know.
0: Nope. Yeah, well, here's a here's here's the girl. Here's the queen of the moment. Don't cry for me, Argentina.
2: Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Have I said too much? There's nothing more I can think of to say to you. But all you have to do is look at me to know that every word
1: is true. What do we um, say about this song? It's perfect.
0: <laughs> what do we say about... what do we? What is there to say about this I song? I more
1: drag
3: queens to perform this song. Mm. I need more...
0: It's shocking that I've never seen... First of all, it's shocking that they've never done this on Drag Race.
3: Yeah. At least UK. I mean, they've done Cats now. They did Memory.
0: Oh, yeah, they yeah. did Memory. That's so,
1: right. it might be... Maybe it's coming. coming. Has, has US Drag Race done any musical theater songs for... They did Let It Go. Lipstick?
0: They did Let It Go. They did um, Dream Girl. Between Latrice okay. and... No Chichi, no, Chichi and, that's, and is,
1: that the, is that that's the? When uh, she you got to know where this, where this music is coming from. Oh, yes, okay. yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. who's who's she? Chichi and Thorgy and Thorge. Yeah, cartwheel, cartwheel. And They're like, girls. Girl.
1: My question is, why don't they do more spoken word lip syncs? That one that they did from oh, "Sunning no, women, women" so good, iconic. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, we when they did that, we all thought it was going to usher in an era of, people and, yeah. doing it, or, or them it doing has, it like once a season. It ushered and in
1: absolutely nothing. Anyway, don't cry for me, Argentina. We can't say anything about it because it's perfect. We're talking There are else, no so notes for you know? this song. No
0: yeah. notes. It's, it's a perfect. It's a perfect closer to Act One in the show. It like fits so well within the mu- the movie. Like, I think if there's one note I would give it, it's like I wish. I wish that uh, I wish I wish there was more cuz they keep this movie so realistic in mm-hmm. all of the like visuals. There's no musical element to the visuals. Like there's no fantastical element to it mm. and I want I would want maybe like the like there something like where the the crowd moves together in a formation like during the like the portion of the song where it, there's no You
3: some like
0: it, they just cut to faces in the crowd and it's like okay yeah. fine. Yeah. There's nothing that like makes it feels flat. Like you the wanted movie. the
3: balcony to
0: jut out of the screen. I wanted the balcony yeah. to come out of the screen. And is that yeah. so much to ask for?
1: <laughs> I mean, um, I think I think we're getting again to like, there's so much of like masses of people in this, but they're yes. so underused in terms of actually being a part of the musicality of the yeah. show and feeling connected to like what's happening with the story that they're telling, right? It's like, they just, they just do like they walk and sometimes they run as soon as they fight each other that's kind of yeah. it that's what all the all the people do yeah and it'd be interesting to make because the people of argentina you could argue are a character yes it'd be interesting to make city. them seem it's more a city. A character. Um, <laughs> it would be interesting to make them seem more like a character now maybe that would get weird if you make it seem too like they're um all the same like it would be making them more even more monolithic than they already seem to be in this mm. in a way that could get it could get weird and probably. Problematic at some point, but I feel like there's a way to do it and make it interesting. The way that people could that like, problematic the problematic
0: ship has sailed on this film. Yeah, yeah, they cast Madonna as Ava Frone. I don't know what to tell. I hate to break it to you, Molly. She's not Hispanic. <laughs>
3: you know who does a great. You know who does a great like big mass people in a movie musical? Miss Kenny Ortega
2: mm. um, really
3: knows how to how to wrangle Miss Ken. them. In-
0: <laughs> Little Miss Ken. Little
3: Miss Ken really knows how to get the girls moving. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I. I wish I there was more cool. specificity to the to the crowds. Right?
3: Yeah, but I do like it is. I mean, that's the relationship. Like he, she's yeah. clearly the He's, whole the thing whole is thing about is how she cultures them. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think you could lean heavier into it being her perspective, and therefore the people as portrayed by how she sees them, rather than. You know how they really are. Mm-hmm. Now it would get interesting if you really hard to being her perspective of what is Che doing. Then is he right. a figment of her own self doubt or like what's? Mm. Mm. This is yeah. the
0: one fantastical thing that this film has is Che, che. and yeah. I do like. I like that he is in the scene. He's like Different a, people. and he's almost always like a laborer. Like he's always do- mm-hmm. working in the scenes, and I do think that's cool. Um. But I, if the if it was, it would be cool if it was like you could easily visually, be like this whole you're getting her version and then he pops in and somehow mm, it looks that. different.
2: Yeah,
3: to be
0: like don't forget that this is an unreliable narrator that you are like following mm, around. Yeah, that that's would be point. super cool. But I yes, <laughs> that's a different movie.
1: I wanted to talk about Che and I was thinking more about him because I watched Macago like a month ago. Um, so I was thinking more about the device of the like um, mid century narrator in the musicals, mm-hmm. and this has got to be the most antagonistic magical narrator of any.
3: Yes, like musical, doesn't right? Like, like it's basically like don't believe what it's this You're or saying, Pippin, yeah,
0: or the two. Yeah, because Pippin can... it
1: is it, the narrator turns in, is like the the main player that then tries yes. to. Okay, so Ensmare, Pippin is also yeah. pretty pretty Devious. directly antagonistic yeah. as well, but Pippin's a little bit more like you don't real it's like it builds you don't realize that the narrator has ill right. intent mm-hmm. um this one is kind of like from the gate like or from right out of the gate jay is like rooting against her the whole time yes. yeah um so you see him being a naysayer throughout mm-hmm. um and i think that's a really interesting dynamic and i wish that they i don't know i don't know if i wish that the writers had gotten more into it or if i just wish that the movie was more interesting so that i could spend more time thinking about it but Mm-hmm. The idea of a musical told with an antagonistic narrator, I think, is amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, I
3: will say it plays more. Ex- it's more exciting on stage. I think yeah. they do a good job here. But I remember on stage they they because then you can see more of those moments of Ava trying to kind of like. There's like tension when they're on stage yeah. together.
0: She's constantly trying to spin the narrative.
3: Yeah. And so the when they get to the waltz, it's it really pays off because it's finally yes. like
0: it does not pay off in this movie. It
3: does not pay off here. It, it just feels yeah. like it's just like a little moment.
1: It feels like it feels like the climax of a more interesting movie when the waltz happens. <laughs> yeah. But I agree, yeah, there's not really tension between him and Ava. She sort there's of like one sometimes scene, looks a little annoyed with him, but that's kind of it.
3: There's some one scene where they're like, it's during um he's singing about like onto the next guy like kicking off kicking all the guys that yeah. she's sleeping with or whatever yeah. like that's the only time they kind of are like
1: <laughs> i actually but. feel like he seems like the most like her ally in that song it seems yeah, like they're yeah, kind of yes. on the same page he's like helping her to get the lovers out that she doesn't want anymore like that's the most bizarre one in some ways to me i, yeah. I think it would be a more interesting way to do it and this is maybe how they do it in the stage show to have it be she is saying it in this very like, yeah, I really Sweet think, ways. That, yeah, I think, you know, you. we all get yeah. it, and it's fine. And he is like coming at it with a much more judgmental tone. Yeah, I think I is a, that
3: probably it, it kind of is like what we saw on stage. But that's the thing; there's just more to to play around with when. That's an interesting concept of like I'm telling a a uh, my story, but the narrator who's telling my story doesn't believe me. Like, I think you're right. That would be so cool if that was really like the focus of this.
0: it's interesting that you call it dynamic though because i mean it is technically a dynamic but i feel like because he is so i feel like their relationship doesn't go first of all they don't have a relationship in this movie which is very frustrating but yeah i feel like because it also doesn't go anywhere it doesn't it feels very stagnant to me in this film like i feel like he's just you know that he's going to argue whatever her case is against her. Right? There's nothing in that.
3: It's not an actual relationship where they're like challenging each other. It's just done for. And they,
0: the two of them are this movie. They are, they are the entire film. Um, and fine. But like, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I think it's also, it it is not helped by the fact that so much of this movie again is montages.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. just
0: like I need I need to see. I don't know if it's like they they didn't feel comfortable showing them, like singing lip syncing as much. I don't I don't know. I can't I could not figure out what it is because they do have her lip sync sometimes, but like obviously in the show on the stage, yeah, there's just so much more excitement because you're anytime you're in a room with people actually singing live in front of you, it's going to be more exciting than watching someone lip sync it on TV. Movie, yeah. And that's that's fine and fair. But this movie doesn't try to do. The movie was like, oh, well, in order to like combat that, we're just gonna like show clips of other, like just B roll. It's B-roll just so yeah. B roll. Her not, helping yeah. poor people, or like, a, a, how many times did that building blow up? How many so times many did we people- have to watch that building blow up, girl? I think I saw it six, seven times. <laughs> I was like, stop rebuilding the building, honey. <laughs> it's the same, girl. Building Spring, honey. What are we doing? Oh. Or t- talk about Argentina. <laughs> Um huh? just referencing like the Nazis that went to Argentina after anyway. Oh
1: okay. There was, there was oh, a okay. couple it steps like, between that you needed yeah. to explain there. Okay. My gotcha.
0: brain works at hundred miles an hour.
1: We just can't keep up with we your, your up? quick brain. Um, um
0: yeah. I yeah. Don't
1: know. There were so many montages, it makes it really hard <laughs> to feel any intimacy with the characters. Yes.
3: Especially and, since the movie is shot so intimate. Yeah. And you're like, uh, uh,
2: yeah
1: And I'm wondering too what you were saying about how it's not dynamic between them. Would it be more interesting if Che started off seeming more sympathetic to her and then like grew to hate her over time? Um, I just think that yeah. I
0: wish Che, and this is more of a problem I have with like the musical in general, is like I wish Che felt reflective of. I I wish he bounced back and forth more. I don't need yeah. him to like start here and end here, but like I just wish
3: you want him to be the audience. Like you want him to like mm. also be. He starts the
0: show. Us. She just died, and he's like, "But don't believe everything you hear, because this bitch, yeah. Has yeah. Honey, the honey, the library is dope." <laughs> and it's like, okay, but I wouldn't it be cool see- if you're like, this was our like we loved her da 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 da, and then over the course of the show, he starts like do a wink and a nod, and you're like, oh. Oh, I don't know. I yeah. Some, just something a, more of
1: a pippin narrator. So I'm mm-hmm.
0: yeah, really, maybe if he was like, if he was played by Patina Miller, maybe yeah. I don't know. I think it would be cool. maybe she like, oh, has to Patina. get in
1: a box that's gonna self-immolate, and yeah. Um, I would love to see a. I would love female, to see a female,
0: female I, I, I would love to see a female Che. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, a, a lesbian Ava and Che. Yeah, Tension. Oh my god, the waltz. <laughs> the waltz. Ooh. Honey. Tango Maureen. Tango
0: Maureen, honey. honey. <laughs> marine,
1: honey. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like there was not enough chemistry between Madonna and Antonio Banderas, which I don't, those are two very those are two people. hot. I don't know how they people. managed to seem so not connected so to each cold. other. Yeah. Um, he,
0: I don't, he probably didn't know that much English, to be honest.
1: Okay, well, you don't even speak the same language type chemistry, so I don't know. But- you should know, Adam, you've met Korean men it's uh, true and I
0: had plenty of chemistry with that <laughs> <laughs> at the concert <laughs>
1: yeah I just think I feel almost like this is supposed to be a movie about Che and Evita and it seems like they tried to make it a movie about Ava and Peron, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah I mean he's there but like Hey, Ron about- is the least
0: interesting character in this whole- well no the fucking crooner is the least interesting character oh, in the whole yeah. fucking he's movie and this guy sucks character.
1: sucks
0: he's bad i don't like his singing i don't like here's okay i'm gonna say this i'm gonna yeah. even play the song because it's not even worth it the song's not even okay. good enough to play
2: <laughs> I- yeah
0: shitty star just for me he is doing this bizarro performance where it seems like he's trying to like make it comical. Yeah, and I do agree that most of this movie is not funny. So if you're this able to put be comedy in it, yeah. fine.
1: Give us a levity. But I also feel like
0: every woman in that bo- in that like bodega is just like ah ah like creaming over this man, and he is just not fun. Hot? He's not hot. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't sound great. He's not like cares about anything. Like
1: yeah, I would like to just lodge. A formal request that you never say the word creaming again.
0: But... I was quoting Greece.
1: <laughs> um, cream. other than that, I absolutely agree that yeah, it does seem like he's meant to be a character that really inspires passion in women and it doesn't really read in the no. way that the character is being portrayed. It's just you know, the whole dang movie's not sexy enough. That, that's really the whole yeah. point of this. Argentine this country
0: came up with a fucking form of tango in which you bounce legs around each other, <laughs> and this movie couldn't be less horny if it tried. It I, has a it, whole montage. It needs to learn from Grease 2. It too. has a whole montage in which she like sleeps with dozens of men. And at no point are you like, she's sleeping with any of these men.
1: No. 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 no.
0: But also, I will say that montage is not supposed to be like, she's hot for them. She's like.
1: Right, right, right. You're supposed, supposed to be- understand she has distance between them. She's using them. But it seems like we could have had a lot more sexy stuff going on in this movie. Here's
0: I have to talk about. I have to talk about this. This is okay. my, fa- my favorite song in this. Oh, musical. we're going into that? We're going into this now. Okay. My favorite song in this musical is not Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. It's not Buenos Aires. It is another suitcase in another hall.
1: Oh, I okay.
0: love this song. I think it is so inspired. I think it's super cool. This movie decides that what it's going to change from the musical is that it's going to give this song, which is traditionally sung by the girl that, Ava kicks out. It kicks out. and I don't think it's even Peron's house. I think it's like someone else.
3: No, it's Peron's. It is
0: Peron's? It's like her, it's after
3: they meet at the dance that they, they're yes, finally like, we is. are finally going to like make a partnership with one another. And when she goes that's to right. her, uh, whatever, because they do the bit of it in the movie and they sing a reprise, but she kicks out the person, she kicks out one of the girls that like is Peron, Peron- has Peron- sleeping That basically it's like, you're done now. It's my turn. It's my, like, this is over now.
0: And so then this girl gets the song where she sings another suitcase in another hall, talking about like, so what happens now, very it's very melancholy in a way that mm-hmm. like is really cool. And this movie just gives it to Madonna, and I feel like there's there could be a bunch of reasons. There could be just like they don't want to have to find a girl. They think it's more interesting to give Madonna another song. Madonna wants the song because it's so good. Who knows what the decision for this movie is comes from. I think it's a bad choice because this is the first <clears throat> in this movie in the show. Another series, so in another hall is the first decision you see her make where you are the are the as the audience are like, oh, she's, she's got throat. She she's... is ready to do whatever it needs to be done. She doesn't yeah. care about the people that later she will purport to care about. Yes, she does not actually care. And I to cut that like context context for the audience away is so fucking dumb.
1: Okay, well, I will say in a little bit of defense of them that she does reprise (laughs) it in. So they do try to do a different thing of being like, ah, and now Ava has put someone else in the position that she was in and she should Mm -hmm. be more sympathetic. So there's like a moment of criticism of Ava that still exists. But I feel, as I said, I think that they're cowards. I think that they were too nervous to make us dislike Ava. I think they thought that that we had to just be sympathetic to her the whole time. And so they thought that giving someone else this really affecting song that um, is where we don't have a parallel with Ava and we don't have a moment of like, ah, but Ava also went through this. So, like, you know, you kind of have the sense of like, oh, but she'll be okay because we saw Ava succeed after, right? And so I just think that they should have been more willing to like have us dislike Ava at parts of it. Yes, and that's my suspicion as to why they gave it. To, I mean, there could it totally just could be that Madonna wanted to sing it, but um, you know, I I think it'd be more interesting if they let us dislike her more.
0: Yeah, it, because the other thing too is like in the show, it starts with one girl and then a couple more girls come out, so you realize that this is like a thing that's like happening all over of all these girls being tr- like taken, taken as uh like a mistress but then like it's all for no like nothing which is like yeah harkens back to her mother being not Mm -hmm. the like a legitimate partner uh like not the wife of her father yeah and then also is like shows that ava is like one of the people who like once they get into positions of power or whatever pull up the ladder right behind them like they get up the Mm -hmm. ladder and then they're like bye no one else is coming up this ladder behind me it's me and that's it And I think that is a very astute observation of how some people choose to enact or like acquire their power. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. feel like that really interesting take on her as a person is like, unfortunately given short shrift in this film.
1: Yeah. I do feel like at this point we should pause and say, I don't know what kind of historical research they did. We did very minimal historical research on her this is like a level of commentary about her as a person that I have no idea to what extent it resembles the real historical figure of Ava. Like, <laughs> um, obviously the broad strokes are correct. And obviously her were hugely popular, but very problematic regime. Like that's all true, but we don't, we don't know like if she was kicking people out of his house and the, if she right. was pulling up the ladder behind you, like, we just don't know that, and so I just in this, this like version of say, Ava yeah. does that, this, and I think they we're that's just talking interesting. about the Ava that exists in the musical when we're right, saying right, right, that. right, right, yeah. And I think that that's an interesting person to portray for sure. Um, I feel like too, if you wanted to emphasize, oh, this is a little bit cruel because it's something that Ava went through herself. You could have had a shorter visual. something. it could be like something she does with her suitcase when she leaves the lounge singer, and then you see the girl do the same thing, or something that no. like you don't need to have them both sing the song necessarily Mm -hmm. to make that work. And I think it's better to have the song really belong to the sort of unnamed girl. Um, And also just thinking, this is like a little bit off topic, but um, you guys talked at the beginning about the funeral and how it feels not thematically interesting. It would be cool if the end of the movie also had clips of her at her father's funeral somehow. Right. Where it like went back to that. Mm. And then I don't know. I don't know what, part of the funeral i would want to see at that point but to see like people grieving and ava and then maybe seeing her grieving her father and uh like maybe shut out of the place and then we see her in a place like
0: i mean it would be it would be cool to see people like wailing yeah at her her dead body the way she is like taken out of her father's of the church when her father is yeah
1: I mean, maybe it would be weird only that the father is not like a character at all yeah. and so you would be back to being like hey why would we care about that guy but yeah. um, I think there would be something to if you're gonna spend all that time on the father's funeral at the beginning it seems like they could have done something to hearken back to it again at the end because of course they're, it's the movie does begin and end with her funeral as well so yeah
0: mm-hmm. it's weird because I don't think the musical well hold on let's listen to a little bit of another suitcase in another hall. <laughs>
2: And time and time again, I've said that I don't care That I'm immune to gloom That I'm hard through and through But every time it matters All my words desert me So anyone can hurt me Why you always have Where am I going
0: to? I think it's interesting that the mu- the musical really doesn't show. It's like you you find out the information that they are not allowed to go to the funeral because they are bastard children,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Ava doesn't really have. You know, it's like bad, but then they like move on from it. And I almost feel like by making it this bigger scene, I felt like I was like, oh, did she know her? F-? Like, I feel yeah. like the the interesting thing you're supposed to understand is that Ava came from, she is nothing. She is a no one to the yes. point that she is a illegitimate child looked down on by everyone in the town. Yeah. But like then adding this whole, like she's weeping over her father. I was like, oh, I thought she didn't know it. Like,
1: do mm. they know each other? Are they- yeah. The part that's important is the wife refusing her mom um, and not letting them in and right. not the breaking in and wailing over his it's, a cl- it's so the really, class that part thing be in it.
0: it's about yeah. class As I will Ava never have the a
1: my father was <laughs>
0: there is a part okay I have to do this I hate I to do nothing. this I'm so sorry um, there is a musical called the musical musicals musical I've talked about this many many times I'm so sorry to bring it up but people keep not listening to it so I don't know what to tell oh, you okay. um, in there is an Andrew Lloyd Webber Segment and the character's name is Junita. (laughs) Um, and there is a segment in which she sings, um,
1: nita
3: storms out
0: um and it's very funny it's very funny because it's basically what what
3: she says (laughs) screw
2: the middle classes i will never accept them my father's other family were middle class and we were kept out of sight hidden from view at his funeral
1: also, can I say, does she hate the middle classes? It seems like she hates the upper classes. That seems to be what actually happens in the musical, is that she's a woman of the people, as she purports, but she doesn't really deal with the middle classes. She gets rid of the, like, landowning British people.
0: <laughs> I think she is, she is aspirational to want to be upper class, and she mm. knows that her populism can come from the lower class. Mm-hmm. I think she, mm. in a time when we really understand that centrum centrism Centrism is the only way. Mm-hmm. Um, the middle class, you know, suburbia, they under- they see her for who she really
1: is. Oh, <laughs> middle class are, mm-hmm. are the wise men of this society, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: because you can like you can frame the upper class, which she does, as being like oligarchs, which they are, uh, <laughs> and by being like, I will redistribute the wealth to you, the poor people. Yeah. And typically. The poor is a very wide segment of the population for countries that are still developing.
1: One could argue even here, the poor is actually wide.
0: There's a lot of poor people in America. I one could. I wouldn't say it, but someone could.
1: Um uh (laughs) what are we talking about? Sorry. I'm getting lost in class. So when they do the song, whatever
0: happened to class.
1: When they do that song, the Does money keeps... still
0: <laughs> When
3: they do the song, money keeps rolling in. Is that meant to... I'm always confused by it because I...
0: Rolling, t- rolling, rolling. Yeah. Rolling, rolling.
3: Because I'm totally like... Because Chase, it's Chase's song, right? Like he sings mm-hmm. it and he sings about how that it's working or that it's like the guys is working that like, look at all the money that we're giving to the poor at the expense of like her own like being, you know, <laughs> Uh, getting rid of his like uh, enemies, like I, I always get confused about. Like, is this meant to to kind of like prove or like to show like the final rise, basically for Ava?
0: This is the, the MLM world. song. This mm. is the.
3: <laughs> it's the Lulu.
0: Yeah, it's the lularo The Rosa. Yeah, it's your Arban. It's your. No, I just mean that I think the point of it is like they're. All bad people, and they are taking the poor's, the poor's, the poor's money, and just giving it back. To and them. then, but we don't know. Like, are they're giving? Yes, some of it is going back to help, but is all of it going back to help? Is there? Do we know for the sure? majority of it? Yeah, right. That's this is a question.
1: Yeah, so Perón, like he rode the popularity with the unions, like that was really like his biggest yes. thing and how he got into power. Uh, but I guess it was like it was like a constant balance the two big power blocks that he had were the unions and then the military and it was always Mm -hmm. kind of a balancing of the two um and one thing that he promised was that he would give everyone like a parcel of land and then that happened but only in like a very limited kind of way so it was sort of uh he did like maybe just enough for people to make it seem like he was kind of keeping his promises but he Mm -hmm. never really redistributed wealth in like a super meaningful way um but people loved the the promise the idea and the promise yeah and that was kind of core to the whole peronism
3: it's just yeah it's like textbook populism like it really is like i was telling adam like if melania had come out and was like i
0: melania had been able to string a sentence together (laughs) my god no, like
3: if melania was like i understand the immigrant like struggle and oh. like that was the that was the platform she, that Trump ran against. you know what I mean like Oops. so
0: yes yeah. if she could have been as equally as important to Perón or to Trump as Ava was to Perón we would be in a very different situation because Perón's Perón like Trump right there is like a that was it was a populist message of like mm-hmm. the rich don't get you bizarrely you're rich Bizarly, yeah. the, yes. yeah. the rich don't understand you I am the only person who really is fighting for you blah bitty, blah bitty, blah blah yeah. He, he, Peron just also had this machismo slash Marianismo. Maria, Maria, Marianismo. What was it? Marianismo of like, also, I have the delicate, strong, like beautiful woman. We represent the
3: ideal couple. Yeah.
0: We are the future of Argentina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. I also feel weird. I do feel weird. I don't know. There's something. Let's listen to a little bit of Rollin' 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 I don't even know if that's what the song is called.
2: Eva's pretty hands reach out and they reach wide Now you may feel it should have been a voluntary cause But that's
0: not the point, my friends When the money keeps rolling in, you don't ask how Think of all the people guaranteed a good time now Eva's called the hungry to her, open up the doors Never been a like the foundation never I do think it's interesting that this movie okay, this musical is about Ava. Um I get that she is the most interesting person, right, in this whole situation. It does feel weird to me that it if you are just enjoying this piece, yeah, one could come out pretty unscathed from anyone's point of view of watching this because mm. except for when they start killing people, <laughs> that's not great. It's not um, good, but <laughs> so much of it is like she's really like coordinating this whole thing. And it's also like, how much of that? You know what I you know what I mean? Like it there's something about it being like, well, women, wily women.
1: There's also, I feel like, a little bit of, like, poor Peron, who, like, maybe loves her more than she loves him Or, like, he loves yeah. her as a person, and he loves her... He mm. loves her as a person and she loves him as like an idea. That
3: feels and- really familiar for Android and Webber,
1: doesn't it? Oh, I thought you were about to talk about our personal lives for a second. No, oh, no, okay. oh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, I was, uh, so- <laughs> uh-
3: no, I was we'll like...
0: discuss that later. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Um, uh. There's like a baller scene where... He says something about like I could still imagine us like just going off into exile and like ha- just having a drink together on a veranda. And she goes, "I have that nightmare sometimes too." And he was very like, "I was not trying to describe a nightmare of like calmly sharing a drink with my wife in another country." It Was like, so I feel like that part of it kind of undercuts any uh, mm-hmm. commentary about Perón is like a real political figure because he's a little bit of like a sad man he's a little bit of a mr
0: it's weird too because they he it it makes the movie feel like it's like oh he just happened to end up as the president and had no aspirations of his own to be there and it's like all through her wishes that he got to where he got And it's like i don't know probably not right i mean
1: it's like we wanted to be (laughs) it's like that hillary clinton story do you know the hillary clinton story that she was the driving blue, through
0: the blue dress oh no that's
1: no yeah. <laughs> they, they were driving through her hometown and they stopped at a gas station and in, the guy she had chicago, dated in-
0: outside chicago she's from a she's from a suburb
1: oh okay um the guy she did in high school was working at this gas station in their hometown and so she like said hi to him and they get back in the car and bill says isn't that funny? If you had married him instead, you'd be the wife of a gas station attendant. And she said, oh honey, if I had married him, he'd be president of the United <sighs> States right now, which <sighs> honestly slay. But I think that that is also kind of the narrative that they're trying to yeah. advance. It's with a here, Yeah. It's like, he would not have been able to do it without her. And she's really the, the whole brains behind the operation. There
3: is this like, I wonder if it's like a trope. I mean, we've seen it in Scandal, like Melly, Like, there's this like kingmaker trope of it's like, and yeah.
0: Cleopatra, yeah, is what it is.
3: Yes, it's like behind like the greatest man. The it's like the wife who has all the drive and
0: and
1: yeah, yeah. And so power. Long-told story.
0: Nancy, Ray, Nancy, throat, goat, Reagan. I mean I, I, I believe, can't believe we I submitted impact. to HR
1: previously that we were. <laughs> Western HR
0: got fired, <laughs> girl. Girl, uh, HR uh, sleeping on the couch yeah, right HR's now, girl. Sleeping. HR
1: is not <laughs> reading emails. HR, that I complains.
0: <laughs> Still learning to read.
1: Uh, uh, I've sent so many emails.
0: Yeah, there's been a few.
3: There's been first, a few of them, yeah.
0: Even American first ladies, who it's like,
3: there's a whole show about all the first ladies, but like, um, Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor. Would you say Eleanor's probably the biggest one? That's like, she really held. credited
1: as having run things yeah. for him. Yeah.
0: No, Woodrow. Apparently, what the whole the whole conspiracy is like Woodrow Wilson's wife was the first female president of the United States. Oh. Like she oh. like ran the show because he was also Ponce like, Ponce like did a whole like separate pod about it.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah, I would think it's Eleanor's, like the one example that I know.
1: I would say she's maybe the most famous now because Woodrow Wilson was president quite a while ago. So there's yeah. nobody that really, I mean, not, I don't know. It's, I don't but know who's alive now who were alive when Eleanor Roosevelt was first lady, but it's she a she more had, recent she had history. quite the
0: span of time that she was. But, yeah.
3: was El- first lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but wasn't Eleanor's also because like he was like sick or like he was, or no? That is polio, part yeah. of it
1: for, yeah. For FDR. And is it yes. also with Woodrow Wilson? Is that he was supposed to be, was he ill as well?
0: Oh, I didn't listen to the
1: podcast. Oh, okay.
0: No, no, no. Who knows? Research, no. 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 Not me. <laughs> I didn't know we were gonna talk about Woodrow Wilson
1: today. You're the one that brought it up, honey.
0: <laughs> I brought up first ladies. You brought I up just wanted to bring up Nancy promo ratings. I just really <laughs> wanted that Nancy
3: joke and you just had <laughs> I love making Molly mad. It's so <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: Hillary. That was Hillary's whole narrative. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't think her narrative while Bill was president was that she was like running the show, but that she yeah, had no. aspirations to, to be.
1: that She was much more involved more. in the politics than yes. the average first lady. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she made a lot of people mad with the I don't make pies or something like that. Whatever the whatever yeah. that one thing that happened when she was like running for when he was running for governor of Arkansas. Arkansas.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, how all women, every woman has to represent all women. And we couldn't just have multiple people who Mm -hmm. are women who live their lives in different ways.
0: You got to pull up the ladder, pull up the ladder ladder
1: behind you. There's only one woman that can exist.
0: You got to break through the glass ceiling and then you got to call the glass company and be like, Hey, I have a glass ceiling that's broken. Can we get a patch on that?
1: Right. (laughs) At the end of time, we know there'll only be one woman standing and we're all programmed to, to compete, (laughs) to be that person.
0: Anne Hathaway, we couldn't let her win we had to bring her down the
1: shakespeare one or the
3: now one <laughs> both. both both. it's a curse name just like recording a vita
0: <laughs> hamnet um yes. okay i All
1: had right. a moment when you said that where i just looked up at the top of the zoom just to be like this is just recording like, this right? is recording
0: right <laughs> okay. this isn't a fever dream is it
1: <laughs> we do this three times oh my god
0: um okay um so anything else? Is there anything else you want to say about this movie? Let's talk about specifically about performances. This is the one thing I don't really think we've discussed. Okay. I think, I think Antonio Banderas is good in this movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's, I think there's a vocal problem for most of the people in this movie. I don't think yeah. the vocals are hitting the way they should. No
1: one's really killing it.
0: No. But in a way, I, it's
1: better that no one's really killing it because if one person was really good, then you would be even more aware that no yeah. one is really killing it. Yeah, but, and yeah. you'd be sad
0: for that person that they were stuck yeah. with everybody who wasn't good. Um, but I do think of all, at least the named people, Antonio's the best one in this movie.
1: I
3: agree. I think he's the I think, best. I think After his this. his natural suave and charisma just kind of works with it.
0: And he does, he's not afraid... To like really look in the look, look down the barrel of the lens and like speak to the audience directly, which yeah. is very cool. It feels like
3: he's acting. Like, I know, I, I would say like he's the one that's really acting. I mean, Jonathan Price is also acting, but it's such yeah. a stuck up character. Like, it's just such a stiff character. Yeah. That
1: it's hard to relate be. to him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, I, it is funny that we're saying this because I mean, maybe it's just because I know Evita. So I know that like there is Evita. a narrative character, but I have to imagine like most most movies and most definitely most movie musicals as we can attest do not have characters that speak directly to camera most of the time mm. we always like comment on it when it happens um yes one what famously one cat kind of said one, one
1: cat my nemesis, <laughs> <Your> nemesis.
0: <laughs> um one <laughs> but like Tabia like mm. it's not there's there's a handful of movie musicals that do this mm. and it I'm sure for people who, again, like didn't know the show, they walked in they're like, whoa, 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 hi, buddy boy. Uh, but you get used to it pretty quickly. I actually think, yeah. I don't love the direction of this movie, but I do think the way they incorporate Che is very smart.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think feels like the most thought was put into what his role in this film is mm-hmm. in a way where it kind of is like, and then they didn't think about what else to do with this movie.
1: Yeah. Besides I- just
0: shoot the movie. <laughs>
1: I agree. in that I think they were thoughtful on how to get him into the scenes and how to work him into the background and the logic of whatever is happening. Yeah. I disagree in the, what we were talking about earlier that I think he could have a more interesting dynamic with Evita. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think I definitely think that Antonio Banderas is the best part of this movie.
0: Yeah. I, I have a feeling I'm going to say something crazy and tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. I think there is a, there is a path for, music star to movie star i think there's a path for movie star to politician i do not think there is a path for music star to politician which i think may be where some of the issue like some of the unbelievability of madonna like i don't
1: think Uh, i was really not sure where this was going i don't know why it took me so long okay yes i
0: i think there's like there's musical star power and I think a uh, like movie movie star can fit into like both worlds kind of in different ways, but I don't think a music somebody who's pop musicians are cool, politicians yeah, are not, not inherently cool. What's yeah. incredible about Madonna is that she's so iconic because she's so like she was pushing against any mainstream girly that had ever happened before her. Yeah, and and Ava is just like going for power she's not like doing she's just it's doing not
3: equating it's a way, different thing it's a different thing but doesn't there's is something really, that you're not buying yeah
1: this is, is interesting it, on like a meta level yeah. of you're saying this would be a more interesting movie if they cast someone in it who is the kind of movie star that we could all see becoming a politician because they can inspire that level of adoration
0: well, I think it'd be interesting to cast a movie star because they could act. Let's start there. <laughs> but no, but I, I think that's but you, I am
1: I yeah, am saying that like yeah, well, I
0: think what they're thinking is like she is such a star. Yeah. Ava was such a star. Right. They're both stars. The different oh, stars. kinds of stars. But they're not the same. Star and that's where I so, think it's like doesn't yes. match up. Yeah.
1: I think that's a especially interesting idea, especially so again would in a post Meryl have worked? Is that what like
0: oh would, easily. I don't yeah.
1: Would that? Meryl? I mean, I think that Meryl probably has more charisma that comes through naturally on screen. Madonna obviously mm. is charismatic. She wouldn't have had the career she had without it, but yeah. I don't think it translates into a movie. I think Madonna, or sorry, I think Meryl would have been able to do that. But yeah. no, I have a different question now mm. and I'm ruining what could be a really good closer, but I think we have to discuss it now. Because yeah. yeah. in a post-Trump world, <laughs> the idea of movie star becoming president seems very, very oh, yeah. likely. So the question is, who do you think would be the best Ava Peron, if we were casting it now in terms of who we could most see
0: as, could a, as a
1: woman who's a movie star that we could see running for president one day.
0: Does age matter?
1: Does it matter when we're electing the president?
0: Oh, so you oh, I'm sorry. We're not wait. No,
1: What's well, the prompt? It's, the prompt is who would you cast as a movie star now that you okay. would cast as Ava Peron on the basis? We can exclude ethnicity okay. for this okay. exercise. Okay, okay, cool. yeah. On the basis that you could most see her. Becoming president one day.
0: So I'm saying, does it like,
3: I think the age would still matter if that they would still have to play, they Ava still have Peron. to play
0: Ava Perone. So it can't be like Judy Dench, <laughs> even though, God, she'd be great. You know what I mean? I mean Judy
1: Dench is also not an American citizen. So I don't think she can be the president or, okay. She's not playing the president. She's playing Ava Perone. <laughs> no, I'm What's saying it it's a, I'm saying that the actress, the real person could uh-huh. one day be the president.
0: Okay. So there is a real viability. There's so a, a viability. movie okay, okay, okay. star. Yeah, I movie star.
1: Although I guess maybe is it more accurate and also more believable to American politics to say you could see her becoming the first lady rather than becoming the president.
0: Sure, I don't. Maybe care. we should or say. Both. Maybe we should yeah. do
1: first first lady. A so politician. I think I think we can be a little loosey goosey with are they the right age to play Ava Peron okay, right okay. now? Yeah. But yeah. I think okay, it should okay. be a contemporary movie star. Yes. and I'm basically saying what female movie star right now you think has the right kind of gravitas so you star can see power. her tr- oh. transitioning into politics adam. Adam's got I, I want to go last i want to go last a long prompt adam finally got i've been explaining this for so long i don't have one so rj oh, you and do I, you I have, have one?
0: to i'll go first if you need me to um uh,
3: no why don't you go so i can know like what what area we're going for
0: okay this is a person who i wonder if it's crazy it, no i don't think so an extremely skilled actress okay. has won an academy award for best actress okay. okay she i think has been nominated multiple times she uh is politically engaged
2: okay oh, I if and i could
0: in, and i still think she's i'd say young she, i think she's in her 40s okay it is natalie portman oh,
1: oh. i mean grab and sauce.
0: she's and she's already
3: played a first and uh, she played jackie and she's played jackie
1: yes I could see Natalie answer. Portman okay, having okay, like a second yeah. husband who's a politician and people would really Okay, not very relatable though. I think would be her biggest issue if she tried that to be make her that. That's switched to politics because uh, you know she went to Harvard. Like I think people think of her as like a very fancy, refined yeah. kind of person and Americans don't necessarily like that. Okay, maybe in the same vein. Yeah.
3: Maybe in the same vein, maybe not now but maybe like a few years ago, maybe like 10 years ago or like a, maybe in the, like early 2000s but like a julia roberts because like relatability strong totally
0: high totally strong. um she's she's someone <laughs> you know what they you know what people vote for they vote for someone they want to get here with. with that's mm-hmm. that's julia roberts have a glass of well
1: i don't know if it's here, but it but she is very like approachably pretty i think is what people really like about her right is that she yes she's so beautiful but like there's something about it that's not it's not like Angelina Jolie is like a too much. striking, unbelievable, striking. Yes. Julia Roberts feels staggering. a little bit more next door. Like, yeah. But,
3: but, but, <laughs> yeah, staggering. but still has the like, like the Aaron Brockovich, like she can still like get mm, in the like a deep yes, we've
1: seen her, connection
3: of yes. like, I can get serious and like, I can fight for like, yeah, what's right. Yeah. Kind of feeling.
1: Okay. I'm gonna okay. give I think my answer is gonna be more in line with RJ's. Okay. Um, and it's gonna be a similar like she would have had to play Miss Peron earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, but now I think she's the right age to be the first lady. Mm. And it is Jennifer Aniston. Oh,
0: this is compelling.
1: Because, because I thought of Jennifer was,
0: Aniston first. You did. Yeah, I did. So she
1: she was like America's sweetheart. We all love Rachel. Yeah. We all got the haircut, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we saw her go through this very public. Very public. Break, right. And uh, everyone roots for Jennifer Aniston so hard um,
0: Yes, truly.
1: That if and, I, was, and, I was team
0: Angelina. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, oh,
1: okay. but I think on the whole, society roots for sure, sure, Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Everybody wants her to find that that guy that's like the one and, you know, fixes yeah. the whole thing. I think she has gained more gravitas as she's gotten older. I don't know if you've yes. ever watched. um, What is it called? The Morning Show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. I would recommend it. Um, I think she shows that she's like really grown as an actress in that show. I does not think it's a good show.
0: No, No, I've never seen it. I just think um, there's a podcast called Las Coltrisas and their running joke is that it's written by a room of fourth graders. The, the, the writers are just like throwing anything at the wall that it's like, oh, there's there's a there's toddlers writing the show. It's very funny.
3: I have seen her like, I saw her movie Cake where it was like, She's like a more serious note. So like she has. Sasha. Yeah. But then her her comedy is so laid in. Like. Yeah. It's so, it's like that strong Julia Roberts relatability. Like you just feel like this is a normal, like this is a person that I know.
1: I just, yeah. I think that trust. she has the exact right combination of gravitas and relatability that people mm-hmm. would love her as the first lady. Yes, Adam. Oh, yeah.
0: I have two other options. Okay. okay. okay, okay.
1: The best um, one I've ever come up with. I know.
0: <laughs> Gabrielle Union. <laughs>
1: Ooh. so good she
0: already kind of is giving first lady like i mean she, in, she, in, like the in the michelle obama yeah 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 so gabrielle union and um eva longoria parker i think she's just eva longoria now because i think they got divorced
3: i can see that too i think gabrielle i feel stronger for gabrielle
1: i actually I think uh, eva gabrielle maybe union was back. one of my first thoughts as well actually that i Who? thought about gabrielle, <laughs> gabrielle. gabrielle union oh, yeah, because gabrielle. because she has it's the it's the elite like it might be a little too in the Natalie Portman for some people, but like Mm -hmm. the, the poise, it's the poise of like, she just seems like she's always put together. She
0: always plays. She's scheming. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but she always is a character who has a plan. Something else
1: going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think she, I think she does have the relatability. I think that, Oh my God, her family is adorable. Like, I love, I'm obsessed with her family. I guess (laughs) Wade would be the president. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I think she has like the perfect amount of like, I think Gabrielle Union is like, a person you see and you aspire to be as put together Mm -hmm. as she is but she knows how to like every once in a while like she would start getting some flack for being a little too aloof and then she'd like go give the perfect interview to like remind people that she's actually really cool and down to earth so i think she would be it would be a different type of publicity campaign than jennifer aniston Mm -hmm. but i think it would i think it would work
3: now i just want to cast like who are actresses that i would love to cast as like President just
1: cast as first lady.
3: Yeah, first ladies and presidents. I, think, I, I, I want,
0: want to see. I still think Eva Longoria is a good answer, though.
3: Yeah, I think she I think harkens more her. super
0: political too.
3: She harkens she is, more. Okay. She hearkens more to like a Jackie vibe mm. of like it's more about the image. Yeah, that she's
2: giving mm. off.
1: I've never just like I never watched *Desperate Housewives* or like engage. I feel like I've never really engaged with like her media, and so I just mm. don't have as much of a, a a strong of an image. She's like insanely funny. She's, crazy very, she's very funny. Yeah. Yes.
0: She's yes. one of those frustrating people who are pretty and also funny. And also and funny. It's like And, and also like, like smart. you smart. like, do you're like, damn it. That's not... Yeah.
1: Let not us cool.
0: uggos have something, okay? Please.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't believe we're casting Gabriel Union as a veto. In- inspired, inspired casting. Inspired
1: casting. Also, I thought at one point that you were going to say Connie Britton, and that would be <gasps> another <gasps> wait, <laughs> wait. That's,
2: wait, so that's so the
3: answer. Friday
1: Night like <laughs> That's
0: the answer. American Horror Story Season 1? That's good.
1: That's good. Oh my god.
3: We did it. We did it. We solved it. You solved world peace.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I'm quibbling a little bit. I'm just going to say this. I'm quibbling a little bit with your insistence that the First Lady must be relatable.
1: Only because Hillary
0: Clinton was First Lady of the United States of America. Yeah,
1: and how did that work out for her, Adam?
0: Not well, but she still loves it. You move the goalposts to be first lady, but we're, we're talking not about for an Abita style,
1: style. We're talking about an Avita style arrangement in which her charisma is what's carrying the campaign. Is, yes. carrying the say, yeah, carrying the presidency. And Bill Clinton was the one that had. At the, was uh, the, the end of the day. Adam, we're still casting
0: a role. Okay, sure. And it's funny that in all of these, <laughs> um, in all of these scenarios, Che is still Mandy Patinkin. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. In every single one. <laughs> In every single one at any age. At any age, age girl. Who
0: cares? <laughs> Homeland, Bandy Patinkin? Sure. I we'll actually, do it. It Kind of cool
3: to see like an older Che. You know, older che.
0: che? I disagree. Okay. Okay. I think, che, I think Che is supposed to be like the young, feeling like, revolutionary. Yeah. He's supposed yeah. to feel to some degree like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's not supposed to be one of the like,
1: because if he's too old mm, and he's too class. judgmental of Avita, it gets a little too like just an old man judging a young woman, yeah. and then it's yeah. not yeah. fun old anymore. man yells yeah. at cloud.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Molly Simpsons. Molly,
1: that was I enjoy cool. that television program. <laughs> yes, thank you. Marge Simpson. Marge Simpson. That's, Marge Simpson the that's the first lady. There. Yep. Um, I just want to point out that um we referenced this about how Avita like kind of gets rid of the English, which is like a very confusing line in the movie. And I saw it and was like, I know I looked this up last time. So the deal is that um, England had colonized Argentina, but they left in like the mid 1800s. But still there was this group of, because there was an oligarchy that ran Argentina and a lot of those people that owned the land and profited off of it were people of British heritage. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of what they're talking about with the getting rid of it. And what's interesting is that this musical opened before, but closed after the Falklands War. I was just
0: going to say the Falklands War. Yeah. Yes. Which is just so, off the coast of Argentina. For
1: listeners, yes. Falklands are a group of islands. Actually, I should look up what they're called in Spanish in Argentina. Falklandos. Um, Islas Malvinas. The Malvinas Islands. Mm. They're islands off the coast of Argentina that are officially under the rule of the British. And In the 1980s, there was a conflict when Argentina basically tried to um, claim that the that The Malvinas were part of Argentina, um, and Margaret Thatcher, who was hungry for a political win at the time, went all in on winning this war for these tiny little rocks in the middle of the ocean, essentially. Um, and it was a very, very contentious time in British-Argentinian relations. And yes. while that was happening, a musical about a <laughs> beloved prime minister or, or first first lady oh, of Argentina crazy. was playing on the West End written by british people um and so i i just think that that would have been fascinating to see the crowd's reactions
0: should we go to criticism did we have anything else we want to say
1: the movie it's fine
0: great this has a 63 percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> Roger Ebert of the Chicago sun <laughs> Times writes, the music, like most of the Weber Rice scores, is repetitive to the point of brainwashing. It's as if they come up with one good song and go directly into rehearsals. The reason their songs become hits is that you've heard them a dozen times by the end of the show. But Parker's visuals enliven the music, and Madonna and Banderas bring it passion. By the end of the film, we feel like we've had our money's worth and we're sure Evita has.
1: This is maybe the cattiest Uh Roger Ebert, Roger. we've never we've ever read on this podcast. Yeah, probably.
0: Um, I agree with the first half. I agree less with the second half. Yeah. Um, I don't think I got my money's worth from this film.
1: And I don't think they enliven the music. Certainly that part I don't
0: <laughs> no. agree with. No. No. no, 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 no. But honestly, to get your money's worth on a movie coming out in 1996, when a movie ticket was what 350, I but
1: 350 yeah. was like 300 dollars now. You got to think about inflation. <laughs> you gotta think about
0: it that way. Owen Gleiberman from Entertainment Weekly writes, by the time we arrive at centerpiece number A New Argentina, the crowning irony of Evita that Ava champions the people by celebrating herself has been steamrolled. What the movie needed was a star who could put across the grand paradoxes of Ava Perón's life through the sheer power of her personality. But Madonna astonishingly turns out not to be that star. She is one of the most vital pop performers of her time, yet in this, her ultimate bid for Hollywood respectability, she neutralizes her most magnetic qualities, the teasing eroticism, the unashamed soul force for vulgarity. Nakedly desperate to be taken seriously as an actress, Madonna plays Evita not as an imaginative extension of her own persona, which is what the film all but cried out for, but as a kind of ghostly sanctified other, passive, refined, not quite there. She drains the life out of herself and drains it out of Evita, too.
3: It's interesting to kind of, it feels, I don't want, I don't like the pointing to Madonna. Like, I don't think Madonna's the, I don't think she's her, the inherent problem. But it is so. an interesting observation of, like, not using yourself, like, not using what made you popular, into yeah. into this
1: it's interesting with the marianismo too of did madonna see the type of femininity that ava perone embodied and feel like her rash sort of like sexualized feminism didn't fit and then like didn't she fit. walked back too far essentially um it's also like kind of just the like her name is literally madonna and marianismo like there's like a <laughs> lot know. of layers yeah. of intentional yeah. stuff going on so yeah or like she's like made
3: the active decision of like I'm gonna play for fine.
1: Yeah. T- I wonder if that held her back. Is that she felt whatever. like she had to act more refined and we kind of needed more raw power. More Madonna. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I Madonna. think
0: if somebody wants it so much, it like becomes too big for them to wrap their arms around. Actually, and like really actually do. T- yeah. And the fact that she like campaigned for this for like 10 years is like we probably shouldn't have yeah. given it to her. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, there is something to like like. I don't know. I learned once that like Bruce Willis has like a really minor jazz career or something like that and like he actually really loves that and like Barbara Streisand like doesn't want to act she just wants to sing and yeah, like okay. I feel like there's some argument to be made that like the people who are the best at whatever art form are like the people who wish that they could be doing some other art something form else. instead. <laughs> yeah. The thing that you're good at is not necessarily the thing you feel most passion for and so yeah, I think that's right that it's almost like you have to be a little bit detached from how good you want it to be in order to mm-hmm. be really good at something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 'Cause it can't make or break you. Like it has to be it has to be like a well may I don't know. It's all nuanced. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't I don't love being like, well, it's all Madonna's fault that this movie's bad. Yeah, because right. I think this movie is at its heart not directed well. Mm. And I think that's the point of the director is if this performance is what you're getting to be like, I'm gonna need something different. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to push it or something. But I also think like again, like we what we were talking about is like Madonna's sexuality that her whole thing that's not she could have tapped into that for ava but i don't think that's that ava's middle. thing is either. Yeah. so i don't know if it would have fit even if she I had think, tapped it into i think it.
1: she needed to find a way to be powerful without tapping into sexuality and i think maybe that's what she couldn't quite quite figure, figure out.
0: out yeah yeah uh Letterboxd, matt morrison fan
1: which yeah what's wrong with you
0: gave it five stars and said didn't see it but the song is good <laughs>
1: Very funny. (laughs) The singular song.
0: Brittany gave it two stars and said, we really just let Andrew Lloyd Webber be publicly lost in the sauce for decades. That's true. (laughs) We did. Even up to Bad Cinderella. We recorded this before Bad Cinderella was a thing that we had to talk about in culture. Wow. And now we're here post-Bad Cinderella.
1: And I still don't have to talk about it.
0: Mr. Banks is saved, gave it two stars and said, Madonna can't really act, but at least her singing is also bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A classic Letterboxd review. Thank you to those who do the Lord's work up on Letterboxd. What would we do without you? Oh, my God. Peak, Truly. Peak writing.
0: Uh, like I said earlier, my MVP is the cinematographer. I'm going to go back to that name really quick. His name is Darius Conji. Mm. um i think that's probably my favorite part of this movie is the visuals
1: the composition of the shots and yeah, yeah.
0: i would mute this i would maybe put it on mute just play it in the background oh, yeah. as like yeah images great mm-hmm.
1: i really like the idea of one day having like a party where it's all vibes of just me playing silent portions of musicals that i like yeah um i'm gonna give it to tony bandarino
3: <laughs> <laughs> tony bandarino's uh-oh. Tony Banderino, famous <laughs> Italian mm-hmm. cousin from Spain, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. um, Antonio Banderas, as I said, I think is the best part of the musical. I think that he has the perfect energy and swagger. I think that had there been more invested in his relationship with Evita, it could have been a really stellar performance.
2: RJ? Oh. Ay, ay, ay.
3: You know what? I'm gonna give it to Olga Meredith, who plays Abuela in, in the Heights, who's one of the we sisters. I almost forgot to say <laughs> oh, yeah. it. I'm so glad that you yeah, you pointed it she's, out. She's one of the chorus members. Of, yeah. Chorus members slash family of Ava slash was she wanted yeah. she one of the sisters, something like that. But she And gosh, I
1: yeah, I can't believe how long ago nineteen ninety six was, based on how young she looks to me in this uh, movie. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. And she was she's one of her sisters in the movie
2: yeah
0: she does
1: great and she's an actually hispanic person that's in the musical so props for that yeah
0: i think she's Mm Cuban. yeah did you have another closer
1: (laughs) i do actually because it turns out that me from the past wrote one down so we can go ahead and do that which is pick an obscure political figure to get their own musical obscure
3: Obscure. i might challenge obscure because i
1: I guess I just mean, like, don't make it George Washington. Don't or make it Donald Trump. We all don't know, do. don't make it Donald Trump. Just, like, pick somebody who it would be a bit of a, people who aren't nerds Political. about that person would be learning about them. Like like Alexander Hamilton. That's yeah. I think that's why I decided okay. to write it that way. Yeah. It's a person we know, but people don't know really about them.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Gonna pick Alexander Hamilton I think. oh
1: okay interesting <laughs> tell me about him who's that who's that <laughs> you were really pleased with yourself with who's that joke he?
0: no wow. I, I was laughing at your reaction that was so funny who's that um and I'm just dissociating to from remember all, all, of minutes, all of history all of all of the politicians the political figures um I want to choose one that's not American, but my. Uh,
1: I have one my, that's not American. Do you want a little time to think?
0: Is it going to be British? Yeah. No? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, which prime minister?
1: I want a company style, um, like ensemble musical about the children of Queen Victoria.
2: <gasps> oh,
3: she had cho- a which lot ones? of kids. Oh, There were lot. like
1: 16 of them.
2: She had yeah. a lot of kids. They Famously, all got married off to husband. various
1: parts of... Yes, she did. She sent them off to various parts of Europe to be rulers and mm. spouses, rulers, et cetera. And I feel like there's probably a lot to be explored with all of those children and all of the lives that they led. And so I think it would be cool to see some vignettes of their mm. their various lives.
0: RJ, do you have one? I do. Is it Imelda Marcos? No, it's not. <laughs>
3: Um, I was actually thinking about Stacy Abrams. oh, there's something so fascinating about mm. Stacy Abrams yeah. and how the fact that she's a romance writer, mm-hmm. the fact that she she loves Buffy she loves buffy she yeah. she's she was a former state representative she she did not win the governorship twice twice, but she was like very, very important in getting Georgia to vote yeah. blue, you know, like to get yeah. voter turnout in Georgia. So there's just like something, I think like a cool musical to kind of show just the different worlds that she's in and like to be able to like forge her own path that even to now like I feel like she lost those two elections, but she's still very much like someone very powerful in the Democratic Party that has still has a bright future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I so mean it's I like, think you're
1: taking a huge mm-hmm. risk by picking someone who's know, still alive. I know, I know. I know. We have no- idea what's coming next what's for her. gonna come in so but i do love i like you listen some, to an interview with stacey abrams and you're like this woman's just a nerd and you're like yes. i just can't i'm so i admire so much of all that she's accomplished as like that's not a that's not a figure that we've historically lifted up Is like black women who are just nerdy and like yes i love it
0: i think it's also i don't i think there's a bunch of reasons why people don't vote for whatever but i do think her Nerdiness is something that is hard for people to. I think she has the missing relatability for some people, yeah, mm. because of her nerdiness. It's that like a, a you're so smart that I'm like, can I talk to you? Yeah. Mm. Um.
3: My other, my other one would be John Ossoff, because but then it's like hot.
1: Pick someone who's not current. in Georgia. <laughs> not in Georgia. Maybe it's about
0: Georgia politicians.
1: Oh, maybe, it's just, oh, maybe it's John red. Raffensperger, the, oh. just give me a, the
0: Secretary of State of Georgia. <laughs> wow. Um. Okay. <laughs> Don't do this. Do you know who I'm gonna pick? No, but I already. I'm also it. picking someone alive. Okay. It doesn't Sorry. matter who
1: he's going to pick because of that chuckle. We know he shouldn't pick it just yes. based on that reaction. I am
0: picking Chastin Buttigieg. <laughs> <No.
2: laughs>
3: <No. laughs>
0: You're so stupid.
1: <laughs> You're constantly haunted by the by Buttigieg. Buttigieg. And, it,
0: and it's called Judge Gay. No. No, um, no, I am picking Chastin. Okay. It's happening. Okay. Because I do think his life is very interesting. Um, he at one point was kicked out by his parents. He was living in his car oh. because of uh, his sexuality. Uh, to being on the cover of Time. Wasn't it Time with Pete? I think I it was, I think it was when, they, when he was running, obviously. Yeah. And there was like a glimmer of a hope of potential that there was yeah. going to be a gay couple in the White House. I don't know why we ever thought that would be possible.
1: So you're thinking like a Dear Evan Hansen kind of like a contemporary there's a lot of emotional parts to it yeah. kind of musical
0: and i also envision this sorry i want to be clear i envision this as like we see the real chasten who i think is femme and i think has to button up a lot of that to be more palatable mm-hmm. but i just have a feeling that he is not as um i i think he's more like me than he's like pete let's say that mm-hmm. okay Haney. Annie, Annie. Annie Kiki Kaka. Annie Kiki Kaka oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I think. I'm thinking chest. <laughs> okay. Also, I kind of technically
1: know Can you tell the story on the podcast?
0: Oh, I mean. It not it's, for
1: public consumption.
0: Pete judge when he still lived in South Bend, he obviously lives in DC now. When he still lived in South Bend, he went to the same church as my mother. So, my mother. So, listener of the show, my mother, Nan, we all know, we all love, um, was on the show. She went to their wedding. At our church. She did. Yeah. She's spoken to them multiple times. Blah, blah, blah. It was is like back in like...
1: I feel like what you're saying is you just actually want to have dinner with Chastin Buttigieg and not that you want to write a musical about him. Maybe not a full musical, but...
0: Like a one-act. A one-act musical. Okay. A little, a little like fringe performance.
1: Yeah, it just sounds like you're just like I'm really curious that Chas and Buta Judge is like not in a public setting, and like that's that's something that you can do without writing. I don't know
0: who else I want to pick though. I think it's really boring. I'm so
1: I'm so sorry. sorry. Oh, I made you think about history. Oh gosh, how could you know about
3: Goat, the musical?
0: Well, I didn't want to get yelled at by Molly, but it's since we're bringing it up, yes, we're gonna make a Nancy Reagan musical in which she has a song about how many dicks she sucked in oh her life. God. Okay,
1: Rita, I'm so sorry. Rita, I'm and so she totally sorry for his behavior. she tap dances
0: Rita. on the grave of her dear friend from Hollywood. Fucking what's his name who died of AIDS? Rock Hudson. What? Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson. When he was dying of AIDS, reached out to Nancy Reagan directly to see if he could get like. Met it like because I don't think T. What is it called? AZT. AZT was like out yet, but it was like being considered or whatever. And he reached out to Nancy Reagan because they'd worked together when they were both movie stars in Hollywood and she ignored his call and he died. I want
1: to end the podcast on this. <laughs> I don't want to end it on.
0: <laughs> hate to tell you, she was a monster of a person. So, that, 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 that. Well, thanks wow. for coming to the bus. <laughs> you Argentina.
3: You know, sing that. Let's just all sing our favorite song from Vida. And
1: I'm my father. <laughs> <laughs> my father was middle class. Yeah, Argentina. i <laughs>
0: Big Apple. Big Apple.
3: I want to be part of B. Big Apple.
0: I'm going to play right here on our way out. I'm going to play the part where I had to stop and be like, What are you saying? It's so dissonant. I was so mad about it. Okay, bye.
2: Tell me before you get onto your high horse just what you expect me to do. I don't care what the bourgeoisie not in business for them but to give all my desk a magical moment or two
0: thank you for listening to the best revival of a podcast showgaze you can find us on social media Adam is at Adam Noecker on Twitter, RJ is at RJ Food Rocks on Instagram and Molly is at Molly Matine on Instagram this episode was edited and mixed by Adam Noecker. This has been an Ampliverse production. You can find our show page and more information at theampliverse.com. If you'd like to send us your own takes on the movie we just watched, reach out to us via email and we might read it aloud on the show. Our email is showgazemoviemusical@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to help others find the show. And now as always the show must go on. So stick around to hear what we're going to be watching next episode.
2: This is it. Dresses by Ella. We are
0: a part of the Nation. Here's a laugh. This girl fancies herself a businessman.
2: <laughs> Cinderella It's only my love for your father, rest his soul, that stands between you and a life on the street. I have to make a life for myself. I'll sell one of my signature dresses. Soon everyone will know my name.
0: (sighs) (sighs) To make sure your nuptials are done properly, we shall hold
3: a ball. You shall find a bride.
2: Cinderella, you don't need to go to the ball. Please, stepmother, I spent weeks making this dress. My future depends on it. I am your fabulous godmother. Do you want to go to that ball and meet a bunch of rich people who will change your life?
3: Yes, I was just
2: crying and singing about it like two minutes ago. Then go, you shall! Oh, look at that. This is different. Obviously. Okay, Dad, you said you wanted to be a businesswoman. It's magic time.
1: Holy.
0: Where's
2: my tail? I can't balance without my tail! Yeah, I go again.
3: It didn't happen, and even if it did happen... Hi, Would you like to dance? Right now.
2: Where did you get that dress? I designed it.
3: I pick you to be my princess.
2: What about my work? I don't want a life stuck waving from a royal box any more than a life confined to a basement. I have dreams that I have to chase. I'm gonna Marry him and all of our problems will be solved. It's too late. Life right. right outside this basement it starts right now. They're glass? Any way you can make them more comfortable? No. But you just did a whole thing. Even magic has its limits. voices, building Building worlds. worlds, the Ampliverse.